I mean, there's only one mortician, handsome mortician that we would that I would see. Not the Chuddle. Chuddle. This movie sounds awful. I'm sorry, guys. Surprise. Whoa. Touching butts. Kinky. Creepy pasta. Please. Doina. You can't say Teddy Spaghetti three times or else. Don't mention his name. Pasta call. A Ouija version of the stranger. Oh, that's fantastic. Hey. hey. Out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuddle the Pod. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Chuddle the Pod, where three best friends take a look at the curious world around us. What do I mean by the curious world around us? Well, what? we like to take a dive into movies, uh-huh. music, that's right, mystery, yell it, and history, dabbling in the repulsive, <laughs> rotten, revolting, and rancorous, and almost always touching the world of the macabre. On today's episode, fuck what you heard, it ain't what you're hearing. It ain't what you're hearing. Listen. It ain't what you're hearing. Listen. listen. It ain't what you're hearing. Listen. listen. X is going to give it to you yeah. as we jump over to the Ross's video roundup to talk about 2022's X. As always, I'm joined by my beautiful co-occupants of the pod. Go ahead and follow them on Instagram and Slasher at Chuddle the Ross and at Chuddle the Sam. Hi. Hi. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. And more importantly, well, follow me too at Chuddle the Brian with a... What? And more importantly, over there as well. Me. <laughs> more importantly, more importantly, me, follow me. <laughs> we have a add guest. Me, no, no, add me into where we follow at Trello Sam and Ross, and then more oh. importantly than that, we have oh, a guest. Oh, okay. Yes, that's where we're getting to tonight. We're gonna go ahead and jump over. You may have heard him if you have checked out fellow um, guests of our podcast, The Nightclub, over there uh, at at the Ground House Zombie. Is that where people can find you? Can Grand people House find zombie? you? are you findable some, are you some findable version, some version of grindhouse zombie or the zombie grindhouse it just you know how it is when you pick a name and it's like that's already taken so yes that's my life well welcome <laughs> zeros and threes um, no, no yeah no with my with my face for radio and my voice for newspaper i am totally happy to be here <laughs> yeah perfect us too yeah. those are our favorite kind of guests <laughs> it's a spice of life so uh what's everybody into that's something i thought about we could ask in the beginning what what are you into this week what, what am oh. i into wow you're Is anybody just... into anything um honestly i've been watching more tv than movies uh this week uh i caught up on american horror stories plural oh the Hulu. anthology series yeah it's how um, is that you know oh it, that good yeah <laughs> mm. uh it is the, it's, oh man, I don't even, some of it are decent, like one or two of them are okay, and then the other ones are just like gross to be gross. Like there's a whole thing about like pox, like smallpox, and then the people are just sucking on pus and boils and a bunch of other stuff on that one. Goo. I was like, sucking on I was like oh, good. Okay. Uh, that's when and you then, say oh good and not oh goo. Uh, no, oh, I was saying goo, goo I've heard one. the whole time. Like the first time that someone was sucking on a pustule, I was like, oh, goo. Oh, goo. And then like 10 minutes in, I was like, oh, no. oh god damn, the, god, the, goo. Oh, the fucking first time goo. you're like, oh, good. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh goo. Oh, oh, goo. Uh, yeah, so hit or miss. Cool. I, that one, uh, honestly, I actually, the other one I was watching was uh, The Purge season one. And um, I actually, I'm actually really enjoying that first season. It's um, it's a lot more interesting to me, I think, than the movies. Like I enjoy the movies. I haven't seen as, any of them. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, yeah, the Purge is a. Um, <laughs> Aren't you a real, in the first one? 
Huh? <laughs> was you know I who's the first one? <laughs> who's who's the main character of the first one? Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You started it, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, the movies are uh, decent. I mean, obviously they kind of gone off the rails. Uh, the TV show is kind of interesting just because it's really, I don't know, man. That's It kind of just dives into a lot of the more fucked up aspects of like what they're not covering in the movies. I've been sure. interested in the show. I've seen, I think, most of the movies. I've been meaning to watch them. I just uh, haven't. Grindhouse, what, you been into anything this week? Uh, well, I, so I... I don't know if we've ever, if we've ever talked, like Ross and I might've talked about this, um, uh, when we did the, um, the nightclub. Um, so Sunday is kind of like my sleep in if I'm lucky, if mm-hmm. one of the animals doesn't wake me up and say, feed me now, you fat overlord. Um, <laughs> but if I do that, then I, I get up and I generally sometime in the early afternoon, I go and see whatever the new horror movie is. So, so Sunday mm-hmm. is usually my day. Mm-hmm. So I went and saw orphan, the first kill which is oh. honestly legit. I had really low expectations. It was super legit. And then the rest of the cool. week has just been doing this part-time job that I now have called podcasting. Cause it's like sucked up my right. entire week. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got to tonight and, and it's like, we had a little bit of a delay starting and I'm like, I wonder what I should watch. And I was kind of scrolling through and I found out that I have some subscription that I huh. apparently pay, pay for that. I didn't know I paid for it. Where I could have watched Orphan First Kill at home on Sunday. So, oh, <laughs> damn it. That, that was a little bit of a bummer. So I'm like, ah, screw it. I'll start it over. And I got 20 minutes into it, and it's still just as good as the first time around. Oh, I got to check that out. And you went and you supported, you know, horror movies in theaters. So that you were voting with your dollar, you know. So I love the theater. I You can't, There, there's no better experience. Any movie, any movie, even if you love it and, and you call it a 10 or you call it five fingers or you call it whatever the fuck you call it. <laughs> It's one extra star, one extra number, one extra finger in the grave when you see it in the theater. Every movie. I agree. Oh. It's my favorite place for to tell someone to go fuck themselves is a theater. Oh, uh, interesting. Do you that, do that often? Oh, have dude, O-Town? Are you kidding me? Dude, O-Town? Everybody talks in theaters. Like, I have to go in the middle of, like, an afternoon matinee. Anytime that I've gone during an actual weekend, everyone in the theater is talking. Like, I, I would, like, I... And then- <laughs> And then you tell them to go fuck themselves. Go fuck themselves. I actually had one where uh, there was a guy who <laughs> I was. T- I can't pick this it. Is, up. I know. I, I'm. I've become so haggard when it comes just to theaters because my wife is Canadian and she immediately just gets pissed off and will just start telling people to turn their phones off, which is amazing. But classic we had a guy Canadians. Who, classic Canadian movie. Uh, <laughs> no, but we had. We, I forget what movie it was. It was. Oh, dude, it was like Happy Death Day or something like that. And we're sitting in the movie. theater. Yeah, there's like. Like the entire theater's packed. This guy is on his phone the entire time. Like, but he has one of those extra XXL phones. It's like a tablet, basically. And he's like on there. The screen's illuminating on him like the fucking Ark of the Covenant in the entire like right next to us. And then he puts his phone on speaker to talk to <laughs> some fucking dude. And I'm like, <laughs> I look up and I'm like, are you are you serious right now? And he's like, what do you get? What? I was like, and then he started getting cop an attitude. I go, you need, could you just go fuck yourself and like walk down the end of the row? And I just, uh, yeah, I've wow. told more people. Yeah. It's weird. Daddy. Ross. That happened. That happened to me on Sunday. I, I sat down for orphan and I have the, like put it this way. When, when my local theater has horror movies, they generally have them in the same theater every time. So I have my seat just picked up. Huh. I'm, 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 I'm D 10. So if you're ever in Minneapolis and you're going to go to a movie, if you pick D 10, I will cut your balls off. Um, <laughs> and I sit down, 
I sit down Free vasectomies. I'm, I'm getting comfortable and I've got my bucket of popcorn with, you know, 17 gallons of fake butter on it. And a guy walked into the theater. He walked in talking on his phone in the middle of a phone call and like shouting into the phone. And it was like, <laughs> you is like, is this how it's what? This is going to start. Oh, this is how this is going to start. And then he was the same thing. He had the extra big phone and he sat right in the front row. So when he held it up, it was like, it like lit up the whole entire room. And it was like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, well, and then, so I'm sitting there and then a couple of, I'll call them younger ladies kind of walked by me and sat down and I'm sitting there and I'm starting to get irritated. And this one woman was finally like, Hey, put your fucking phone away. And it was like, <laughs> nice. Oh, awesome. This is great. <laughs> I didn't have to do it. That's yeah. kind of nice. And the guy was yeah. like, I, I do have to say, I get, I guess it's because of like, obviously pandemic stuff like that. Going back to theaters though, people have kind of kept their shit together a little more now than they have before, at least in Orlando. I don't know about I've where you've never you guys. run into. I'm sure I've been an obnoxious person in a theater before, like when I was younger and would go drunk or something. But I've uh, never really had any problems with anybody in a movie theater. I mean, so yeah, I think, yeah, I think we're at a place pleasant. where the people that are paying to be there are paying to be there. They want to be there, yeah. so they want the experience. And I think they get that the other people there want the experience too. So I don't think people, in general, I think people are not screwing with other people. It's like let's no. just all sit down and you know <laughs> do it. Just right. sit down, be quiet, and. Well, I think but I mean, people, it, I, like the one of the people I ran into, I think when I went and saw Scream, was the dude that like sat like two seats away from me oh, in an the open theater and like pulled out like a sandwich and was like trying to open his chip bag. <laughs> I think I did answer a call at one point, and those are one of the people that have like I'm part of that crowd now. I think he was like one of those the movie, movie pass, pass type people, people that would just go see a movie. That's kind of what I. That's what I've been up to. That's what I went to do today. Uh, I was I gonna went, say, you have? Did you have any? Ex- did you have to fight anybody at the movie theater today, Brian? No, in the the fourteen seat movie theater. <laughs> that in. is so that's bizarre. Awesome. Only well, in New York, am awesome. I right? If there was a, if there was a theater here that did that, I would I'd be there every day. It yeah. Was, so it's it's the wild thing. It's um, it was in Manhattan in the city. I had some extra time to kill, and it just so happened to be I was near Union Square regal cinema that's like wow. passed to the regal thing so it's a big theater yeah. they have like the 40x theaters they have like all the crazy shit i've been there before so i was like what's playing round two i was like fall great i'm gonna go i'll see that and that well, that's a whole other tangent not tangent i mean that was just like most whole anxiety ridden <laughs> like, oh, theater, give it a theater don't see it um see it but if you want to like have anxiety <laughs> okay yes yeah, so if you want to be full on panic mode see it in the theater yeah i i sat in my seat during that movie and there was a there were there were times where i did this yeah i kind of definitely was so just like yeah and then there were times where i just kind of went <laughs> just, and it's the it's the heights and the way they the way they film oh, yeah. it because they filmed it with a lot of drone cameras circling mm. around that however oh, high it might have been is this the two women on the Stuck giant on top th- of the? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. my god! I would sabuku myself. I don't like heights to begin with. <laughs> like I would just, I would gut myself in the theater. Just thinking just about like, it now, I'm all. Ugh. Yeah. But yeah. So I went and saw. So I bought. So I was able to buy my ticket beforehand, and I love you know you can select your seat or whatever. And I'm looking at the map, and it's four rows of about six seats, six <laughs> seats in each seat, and I'm like. 
this is odd. Uh, okay, crazy. so I select my seat, and then I just walk into it, and I laugh, because there's nobody other. It literally looks like somebody's, like, some rich Living person's room. home theater, like, that they right. built in their house. I saw and, that picture. That was sweet. I, I But see, honestly, I would see movies that are in the Discord. Long. That's yeah. just great. Yeah, it, it was fun. The The seats were nice. Someone did, a 100 person did come into it and sat in, like, the row behind me. So, I mean, that was fine. Did you guys but, bro out? Were you, did you hold each other because you were oh, so scared? Did you, yeah. did you Donald, did you Donald Duck? Hi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Donald Duck. <laughs> yes. I, I slowly yes moved. I actually, I started at the opposite end where, yeah, he was, and I slowly moved throughout the movie seat by seat to get closer. Slowly to taking off articles <laughs> of clothing every seat. At each seat, and then like folding it and laying it on the seat as I left it. <laughs> oh my God. Now, do you guys have, or, or have you experienced, let's say in the last two years, now that the theaters are back open and people are kind of going back again, do you, is it, has it been your experience? Because it's definitely been mine that your, your average normal cinema, the younger people especially, treat it like it's a drive-in movie theater, and they bring pillows and blankets and all these other things where it's like they're nesting or something. Yes. Interesting. Uh, it's been pretty empty whenever I've gone. I've even seen a couple movies like opening night because I wanted that theater experience, mm-hmm. crowd experience. Mm-hmm. And even then it was didn't even get to like half full. The I would say uh, pillows. I've ne- I've noticed more pillows. Like I've definitely people seen bring their own like accoutrements like a neck pillow like, or like an, an airplane actual... like they're traveling yes yeah no <laughs> blankets though i'm assuming that there was too many under the cover weird things that were happening that they probably banned uh blankets at my theater because i have not seen a single not one seen a single <laughs> one someone in the front row is getting a rough tugger under the sheets <laughs> the popcorn box handy yep yeah, yeah. oh yeah hey do you feel like do you want to do you want a regal and chill <laughs> oh, exactly. So, yeah, Brian, you went to treat yourself to this movie because we oh, gotta get oh, this in oh my here. God, gotta, the people need to know. You went to a dentist. I went to the dentist today, uh, so we got to get dental talk in <gasps> here again. Uh, yeah, that went well. I haven't been, and I think I—I I, I was trying to think four or five years or so, uh, like okay. that. My big issue, not as bad, but a is while. I do have a wisdom tooth uh, in the back of Ooh. my bottom, my bottom teeth, bro. Uh, that's all mm-hmm. all sorts of like cracked open and Wrong. cavity ridden and it's never really mm. like hurt but you know I, I i need to i need to get that taken care of because your teeth are important right yeah <laughs> absolutely you should have had them just pull it um they didn't have the time to so i have the 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 appointment set up mm. beforehand so only a few cavities so i'm gonna get some fillings and i'm gonna get the things pulled out and then i'm gonna get some more your dentist was uh Steve Martin from Little Shop, right? Yes. It was just mostly, they just gassed you and you just wound up in the back mm-hmm, alley? Mm-hmm. It was okay. a super pleasant okay, experience. Enough. And then after that, I went and saw Fall. So it really added to the <laughs> disorienting awesome. feeling I'm so of the glad, movie. I'm so glad the referral worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you went to see Dr. Giggles and then you went to see Fall. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you what. And this is, this is experience talking. Take care of them now when you're young because when you get old, like me, it's expensive as fuck to have them fixed or in a lot of cases just flat out replaced. Oh right, shit, right. is it expensive? Oh my god. We can fix that. Oh my god, yes. It'll be $5,000. Yeah. What? Boom. Like, well, do you want to eat steak again? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Here's fuck, here's my 5 grand, son of a bitch. I was slightly yeah. worried when they started doing x-rays cuz it's obviously the first time to this place and it's like the reason I went to this one in particular, I have like a bunch of different locations. I could do everything on my phone and didn't have to talk to a human and sign everything up and it was all perfect. But um, you know, they had to 
TV on the ceiling and like headphones and all that fun shit. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was real nice. I was, I was watching uh, how how it's made. I had a choice okay. between that and some other stuff. But um, <laughs> how it's made is a classic. Right. Oh, they make porcelain crowns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forget the point I was about to make. Great. Pleasant experience. Yeah, it was good. It was nice. Whatever. Go to the dentist. Good. Everybody go to the dentist, <laughs> yeah. though. Like I said, I went yesterday. All is good. Oh, nice. yeah. Ross, you already had yours? Or it's no, I had to reschedule. Got... Mine's now in November. Okay, that's yeah. right. That's right. Just we need to let the people know. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> well, for like the next couple weeks... You're going to have a, a weekly dental update from me because I have like three every like week. <laughs> oh, planned. yeah. I got to go so. back again, too, because I had my Yeah. Just yeah, you. Yeah. I'll give you a filling update next week. Wonderful. Phil, hey, awesome. Phil, I'm yeah. going back in on Tuesday, so I can actually do the same. So. Oh, oh, great. The yeah, daily yeah, dental. Yep. <laughs> we should, right. you, need to, you need to reach out to Crest or to like the, the I don't know, oh, philosophy or somebody and get get a, yeah. Dr. Smile, Dr. Smile. We talk to Dr. Smile and be like, you know what? You can sponsor us because we talk about this shit all the time. I had a 10 dentist recommend to listen to Chuddle the Pod. Yeah, we talked about the importance of dental health here. Chuddle the Floss. Chuddle the Floss. Floss the Pod. Chuddle the Floss. Floss the Pod? We'll figure it out. Shuttle of Floss. I can just. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's... Our name always just makes everything sound so gross. But that name, at Shuttle the Pod on Instagram, Slasher, go ahead and follow us there. Go ahead and jump into our Discord with the links down below in our show notes. And in case you forget any of our information there, you can always go to ShuttleThePod.com for all the info you could ever need. So before we get into our main segment tonight, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And we're back. Thank you so much to our kind sponsors for those lovely words of encouragement. So as we said before the break, we're going to go ahead and jump over into Ross's Video Roundup. Well, hey there, buckaroos. Welcome for another Video Roundup with your pal, Ross. Spoilers ahead. From the porno set of suffering comes Ty West's Geriatric Gorefest 2022's X. The story of a group of horny hippies who embark on making the porno of a lifetime. Unfortunately, they should have read the fine print, and it was their lifetimes which were about to be cut short. This movie has it all. Acoustic covers, gratuitous nudity, and enough gore to make your grandma gag. Unless you're Pearl, in that case, it's just another Tuesday. I hope you shaved your downstairs mix-ups, have fresh film in the camera, and have all your farming tools sharpened, because we're about to get X'd. Ooh, oh, Jimmy Kennedy's nice. X'd? Very nice, by the way. Thank you. you just got X'd. X. Did you just I hear that giant X. thunder crack? Is that what Is that, that what was? That ominous. Was? That, dude, I got, that was, yes, holy <laughs> shit. Okay, so that's going to be ominous. Too bad this movie wasn't like more supernatural where it would have been like. Yeah. Hurricane mm-hmm. Maxine, yeah. definitely. Holy <laughs> shit, that was wild. Okay, I have, yeah, all right. Uh, right, a little, right, a little right. pause point. I have no idea how long that's going to last. I didn't even check the weather. All right. It's fine. <laughs> cool. Oh, use it. Just use it. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, all right. Center. All right. Yeah, dude. Uh, guys, we're talking about uh, X. We are talking about... Uh, the... We are. I didn't know what to expect from X when I watched it. As in, like, I had seen the trailer, but then I completely forgot about the trailer, and we had just okay. been talking about watching it for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, then we finally had it on the docket to review it. I was like, oh, cool. And then, um, this is a wild movie, man. Like, Had, I, had you not seen it before this? I had not seen it before Okay. This. 
I wasn't sure if you had checked it out yet. Yeah. Either had I. I am a huge Ty West fan. So like this is Are like you? okay. Yes. I really, really enjoy his filmmaking. So I was um yeah, dude, it was really cool to see kind of a um a really it sounds weird, a rooted slasher film. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of other stuff going on with this movie, but in comparison to some of the other films that he's made, like Innkeepers and House of the Devil and stuff like that, like this is a lot more um straightforward. And uh to a I've only extent. seen House of the Devil, and that was a long time ago. Whenever that first came home to watch, oh, um, House, of the, House of the Devil is good. I, House I, of the Devil. Hey, yeah, I've, wait. I've, I've not... admittedly, I've, I've avoided Ty West because he got so hyped off of mm. his couple of first movies, and then I went and saw. Well, I shouldn't say I went and saw this. I saw all the hype around this, and it was like, you know what? I was leaving work one day. There's actually a theater pretty close to where I work. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna go. Sadly enough. Only person in the theater. Only person. Uh, Nobody else. Yeah. And this is in a big cinema, and I was the only person there. And you know what? It was awesome because I was so blown away. I could be the asshole shouting at the movie screen. And right. Nobody <laughs> else was bothered. <laughs> I had a lot yeah. of, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> what the actual hell? And I, I don't know. It's, this movie has a level of intensity Um as it bounces between scenes, um, first of all, the, the the scene changes are just frenetic as hell. It just mm. goes, do, 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 do. I just it just goes scene to scene to scene to scene to scene, and it's when it gets later in the movie, it's almost not quite, but almost hard to keep up with. But when it first gets started, I mean, so when I'm watching a movie, I <clears throat> especially when I'm watching and I'm taking notes, I I like vibes, right? So like I will <laughs> I will note vibes all through a movie and when this whole thing i mean i think i have probably 10 different vibe moments about mm. this entire movie wow. there are so many things that it harkens back to but the beauty of it if you look at the whole movie it's not all actually horror there there are some spots where it's like it goes back to a movie and it had nothing to do with horror like nothing to do at all i mean it was totally oh absolutely like, I'd say a lot of the movie isn't horror yeah i, I mean, and they com comment that i mean I don't know how many more movies I can take about. I, I'm glad I saw Note before I saw this because I'm not sure how I'd feel about it and Scream, but at least that's part of the Scream sort of oeuvre is being meta and talking about movies mm -hmm. um, because this is obviously the they're making a porn, which is making a you could say is making a horror movie, but trying to make it artistic and nice, which is what they're doing in this. And then halfway through, they talk about a movie that changes half. Oh, they mentioned psycho. And he's like, mm -hmm. well, halfway through that becomes a horror movie. And like, that's, a you know, two minutes later, the killing starts. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of, <laughs> that was like, almost like making the a wink movie at about the screen. a movie meta stuff in this one. Mm hmm. Oh boy, I almost think Ross. I almost think the wink at the screen was after you get past the initial scene where you've got the the sheriff showing up at the house and there's kind of blood everywhere and there's all these covered bodies, you know. And you have that. He walks into the house and you have that religious program playing just oh, at, yeah. at absolute full volume. Then all of a sudden it's like boom, and you pop in and it's time for someone going <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> and it was like for me, it was like. Am I watching Boogie Nights? Did I put the wrong movie totally. on? Totally. I mean, yeah. And it was they like, did a really good way of portraying with minimal actual sets, like the um, 
concept of the 70s. You, you know what I mean? Like it, the, the way that everyone interacts with each other and kind of the dialogue and kind of just they they were really cool to encompass um, that kind of free love vibe, but kind of not really free love. It's more of like uh, love and uh, monetary kind of compensation. But well, it's, it was it's like a embracing your yourself and your yes. your own power type of thing um, and not letting the past dictate who you are today because there's the whole dynamic of young versus old and generational battle but also how you act in different ages and how like uh you know sort of conservative versus liberal um or you know religiously conservative versus socially liberal i guess um Mm -hmm. all that's tied in to the whole movie an interesting thing they we're about to start shooting and COVID happened and Ty West really wanted to film during the summer um, because he wanted to use natural lighting for everything. And they were going to have to push it till the next summer. And so he was like, all right, day 24, we got to push it to the next summer. And they're like, no, you don't. We'll fly you to, we'll we'll film it in New Zealand this winter um, where (laughs) it'll be summer and you can still do it. So go find some spaces that look like Texas and New Zealand. (laughs) Wow. All right. Which is awesome. Which is so fucking cool. Um, all right, so we kind of briefly talked about it. This movie is cl- cleverly split into like two parts, essentially. So the first hour, almost hour, uh, is uh, basically this motley crew of characters who are porno entrepreneurs with different angles and kind of the same end game of making a ha- <laughs> excuse me in making a highbrow straight to video porno spectacular. I like the fact that we were talking about, like, the first shot of this movie is the aftermath of what transpires. I really like the beginning of this movie because you get the nod of, like, everything's about, like, shit's already hit the fan. Everybody's fucking dead. So you kind of have this, like, weird pretense of, like, how? Now, you know what's going to happen, but you don't know how it happened. How did and I really, really here? like that. Um, this movie is a Texas tier Duncan of just atrocities uh it's like psycho texas chainsaw massacre and eaten alive all got in front of a camera and had a menage a terror like it is there's certain aspects of each one of these like i like the fact that this is psycho without norman bates uh this is this is texas chainsaw massacre without leatherface and this is eaten alive uh without the crazy hillbilly with the, the with the scythe like this is this is such a really cool blending of them and original enough that um, I guess you kind of call it. There's like a the, I actually had to research it. There's a, a subgenre. I think it's called um, Psycho Bitty, which is basically old people killing people movies. It's like <laughs> its own subgenre, which I think is fantastic. Sure. Um, this one might take the crown. Mother's Day is a very fucked up movie. But I think with hands-on murder, um, this is this is probably the 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 most body count per old person I've seen in a minute. Well, the interesting part of this movie is that I mean, so making a horror movie in in 2021, 22, whatever else, I mean, it's almost impossible to make something that is not going to be compared to something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I almost think they use that to their advantage. Um, yes, and saying, you know what. If we do this shot this way, it's going to look like, and somebody just said, so fucking what? And yeah. I just did it. Because there was, I mean, riding in the van. I mean, the van, come on. 
Yeah. Do we know a van from? Yeah. And exactly. Coming up to the farmhouse. I mean, it, but so many of these things, but they also put their own little twist on it. So it was like, they, they took that moment where you thought, okay, I know it's going to happen. And then it didn't, you know? Yeah. So it was like, they had a, they, they did a really good job of taking the pressure pump and for every scene, just giving it one. And they just built it. Oh, for the first hour, that's all this is doing. Yeah. It's just and building up the insanity. Well, and then it turns into this weird, like, sex scene porno thing where it's like, I, you're almost like, I, it's, it, I don't want to call it undigestible, but you're like, I, okay, so, like, I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I definitely saw the first Friday the 13th, and I, it, it, so how come none of that's happening? And I think that's the brilliant part of this, is that they, they took those little moments, and they, they twisted them, they used them to their advantage, but then, like, kept you hanging on, and I mm-hmm. thought that was really good. Yeah. yeah, it speaks I think, a language of horror fans that, like, if you've watched horror movies, all this stuff, you're like, oh, I see what's happening here, and then it doesn't do what you would expect, and that keeps you on your toes, keeps you kind of oh, uneasy. Totally. Well, I mean, like, I think Ty's really good with that in his films by, um, like, the first half of this is basically an expose on the idea of free love and also age. Like, a lot of this has to deal with, like, um, uh, Pearl and uh harold uh kind of more pearl like coming to terms or not really coming to terms with her age you know I mean? <laughs> howard how oh is it howard ha- i knew yeah harold howard uh roska that that thank you Ross for the correction the, that Ross happens is a the lot movie guy here i mean have you, <laughs> he, he, names are names yeah. are yeah are, are, are you taking applications because <laughs> oh, he's going to take over another. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, Ross. Uh, I had you. I had no, it's fine. Um, no, I think with a. I, I was thinking, I was like, that's not right. That's not right. Um, <laughs> anyway, continue. no, but it's like, yeah, there, a lot of it has to do with um, uh, the idea of, I mean, like the entire construct of um, Lorraine in this movie is just to question the idea of free love and polyamorous behavior and stuff like that as like kind of the uh, conservative Christian church That's mouse church getting mouse. converted. Yeah. Okay. Who gets converted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also on top of the fact of like kind of li- living it to the nth degree of kind of like, we're young, we're going to do this. It's like youth versus age, but then age bites back. Uh, and I do like the fact too, that this is <laughs> <laughs> figuratively and literally, um, uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I, there's certain aspects of this that I, I, I really, 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 really like. Um, I I like the misdirection where you think Pearl has dementia until you realize she doesn't. She likes to fuck, and none of these young men want to fuck her. Totally. Pearl, Pearl's just – Pearl's – honestly, she – it seems like she spends her life in this, like, suspended animation thing where she's just, like, surviving, but surviving with almost no point entirely. Um, she's just getting by. And then her husband, Howard, is like, he's just, he's doing his thing. He's going to the store. He's basically tending the farm, sort of tending the cows, doing whatever <laughs> else. But then, and I think he makes a reference later about when you bohemians come in. And it's like, mm-hmm. he does. The reality is, I mean, and I, I hope that when I'm that age, I hope that I'm even like a fifth of that horny and want to get it done. No um, kidding, right? But yeah, so I mean, it's. I, I, this whole movie, it's not, and I almost want to call it hypersexualism, but it's actually not. It's more like just being a sexual human being, you know, and, mm-hmm. and what, what that means to each of us, like in our daily lives. And I, I'm not old yet. I'm getting there, but I'm not old yet. But like, 
it's I can see it being one of those things you don't want to let go of. And that when you get yourself in a place where you see people being sexual with each other, I can see how it would like light a fire in your hearth and just want to keep right. you like fired up and kind of going. Um, not saying that if I, you know, had a bunch of young hippies moving next door, I'd go and murder them all. Um, I might, you never know. But you might go and see if any of them are interested in having sex. <laughs> that I might do. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, I would. I mean, especially if you were like creeping around earlier and like peek through the window and see that they're just having a bone fest over there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, a, well, oh, oh, well, and the funny yeah. part of the whole movie is that, and because I mean, if you think about if you think about movies that focus in on sexuality, it's almost exclusively the men that are dirty and perverts and whatever else. And in this movie, it's not. It's oh Pearl. yeah, the women have all Pearl, the power. Pearl, Pearl is the dirty pervert. The women have, to your point, the women have all the power. The women are doing, I mean, they're the ones making the noises and kind of just like mm-hmm. br- bringing forth the sexual Kid energy. Cuddy just kind of stands there, and they're the ones really performing. <laughs> well, well, exactly, and 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 the men. If you look at if you look at R.J., if you look at Howard, the men are the ones that are left like broken and bitter through the whole mm-hmm. thing. So it's not, I mean, in terms of the sexualism of this film, it, it, it kind of turns the whole thing on its head and it takes all the power away from the men and gives it to the women, you know, and the men are almost exclusively just bitter as hell about the whole thing. I mean, RJ not wanting his girlfriend to be in the movie and she's just like, and you can see it, you know, there's a, there's a point in the movie where she's holding her boom mic and she's sitting there and her hands start to shake and she's like, you know what, I think I want to do this. And he just mm-hmm. goes, well, no. And she's like, well, why not? And he's, well, because no. Like, okay, so you're going to stop me from being who I am and doing what I want to do? And that just kind of goes on from there. But, I mean, it's, right. it's yeah. like You brought me here and told me how this was okay, and now you're telling me it's not okay? It's just a controlling dickhead. <laughs> well, kind yeah. of, yeah. I mean, and that's... I think I think ultimately, I mean, if if you break this movie down and you make it, it put it on its simplest terms, it's about being horny. And yeah. being horny, so horny, yeah, being, being horny, horny, being horny makes me horny. Yeah, and being horny isn't a bad thing. It isn't a bad thing until you put it under somebody else's context or somebody else's rules, and then it's like, well, then all of a sudden we change the definition of what's good and what's bad, and. Uh, the people in this film, I mean, I, I mean, let's be honest here. It's 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 a slasher movie in the sense that all the teenagers get murdered, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost a to me, it's almost like a pseudo Friday the Thirteenth movie because it's all the horny teenagers get murdered. Um, and you could throw Halloween in there. You could yeah, a it's other a ones. classic you could, trope. Yeah, you, you could sprinkle in there, but then you have to. It, it becomes pretty hard to ignore the. I don't know if you want to call it paranormal. I don't know if you want to call it like a like a time warp sort of thing because it's like going through that house and it's like you're going through that house and you see Pearl as the old woman and you see all the old pictures on the walls. All the old pictures are of Maxine. You know, you can see her face plain as day in those pictures. And when you get when you get farther in and you get into the old woman's bedroom and she has all those dolls, all of those dolls have the blue eyeshadow on them. I mean, so I mean, she's she's clearly stuck in a place where she's 
she's hearkening back to maybe it's things that she didn't do that she wanted to do or maybe she did do and she's just wanting to do again i i'm, I'm not entirely sure um, to me it seems like it was that like she had to give up on her dreams to make whatever work with the relationship because he had to go off was. to uh howard had to go off to war and all that kind of stuff and she had to t- I mean, I guess a wife I guess we're gonna take f- care of things, but like, I guess we're gonna find out though, bitter. because they filmed the prequel back to back from from X. Yeah, they sure did. Right. That comes out next month, like, or yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. or whenever this drops. Whenever that, right? Quick thing, I I I forgot, or I just realized more or less that Wayne in the movie, I was like, why does he look so freaking familiar? Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> the dad from the ring. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, okay. That's why I recognize him. Martin Henderson. Yeah. I was, the whole time, I was like, you are just someone in my head that I've definitely seen before, but I could not place it. But that was, okay, that so was am, fun. Am I the only one here that saw this in the theater? Yes. yes. I yeah. just watched it. Yeah. yesterday okay yeah so i watched it last night just for fun and then i watched it again tonight for notes but i did see it in the theater and when i saw it in the theater it had the after credit basically preview to pearl in the theater oh, oh that's okay. I mean, right they gave you the uh just like and i was surprised when i watched it again that like because i was waiting for it just kind of smiling it's not waiting there for it, and then it was like oh, what the hell um yeah, so I mean, and that was the kind of thing where it was like, well, okay, you know, I saw this thing, and I don't, so I had to do some googling and do whatever else, and it was like, oh yeah, this the the prequel to this movie was shot in secret because they were all stuck there anyway, um, mm-hmm. and you know, and all the characters were still there. I mean, especially Mia Goth because she's she's kind right, of she head plays thing. Maxine and Pearl in the mm-hmm. movie, which we haven't even mentioned. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, but then going going to this prequel that's coming out, then she's playing Pearl, but the young version of Pearl, who is basically mm-hmm. the same as Maxine. So I, right. yeah, I, it we've been kind of all over the place. I mean, if we if we, if we want to follow this movie, I mean, like I have notes to follow the movie. If we don't want to follow it, <laughs> I, be honest, I don't give a shit. Uh, so <laughs> we go where it takes us. Amen. Speaking of where it takes us, is it taking us anywhere? Okay. Well, we're jumping all over the place, but we can we can talk about like the actual start of the movie, but we'll go fast because we've. We've been kind of going, uh, kind of a pogo stick all over this place. But after the sheriff's house, after the sheriff is at the house and he sees all the bodies, we we jump to this this twenty four hours earlier thing, and we have and this is when we have our boogie nights moment where she's snorting a rail of coke and she's looking in the mirror and she has that bright blue eyeshadow and it's like I can just hear disco in the background, and she's telling herself in the mirror and this is definitely the boogie nights vibe and she's like you're a fucking mm-hmm. sex symbol. You know, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's a very boogie nights moment. Um and so they're all kind of collectively they're gathering, they're gonna get in the van, they're gonna head off, and it's like as they're driving out, and this is just the the craziest setting because this is supposed to be happening in Texas, right? They're from Houston. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and they played this off well, but he's got that he's got that little business on the side, which is I think is basically a titty bar. Um, but mm-hmm. it's called the right. it's called it's called the Bayou Burlesque show. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it's in the weirdest location. It's like the only place that was only place that was zoned for an adult strip club was next <laughs> to the shipyard. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, did you, I, I don't know if you caught it or not. Did you catch now in, it's kind of like Texas chainsaw on the fact where, um, there is foreshadowing on every single way each character dies. 
before they oh, die. No, I didn't pick that up. So when Bo- was it Bobby Lynn? Bobby Lynn is leaving that strip club. The giant mural behind her is a blonde woman about to be eaten by an alligator. Yes, the Bayou Burlesque. The yep. Bi- yeah, yep. so it's got yep. her literally about to get eaten. Um, there's a uh, what was it? Um, oh, <laughs> uh, Wayne when he was talking in dialogue was like saying like people's eyes are gonna pop out of their skulls when they see this. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck, what was the other one too? Oh yeah, no, and then obviously Jackson uh, basically talking about like he survived two tours of Vietnam, uh, and then like he goes, so he's like completely unfazed by farmers threatening him with guns, and he winds up getting shot by a farmer. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, with like a, with like a ten gauge shotgun. That's a that shotgun. I like I I went over this. That is not a twelve gauge shotgun. That is not a twelve gauge shotgun. That is like a ten or an eight gauge shotgun. Oh yeah, it, it is a the I mean, kick on a, that is insane. It is a boomstick. It is. Oh, no, doesn't it like stick. kill pearls? <laughs> Pretty much, dude. Basically, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! All right, well, let's get. Uh, all right, so basically, how I have this format is, um, let's get into the rogues gallery of the performers of this porno persuasion. Um, okay. Like you said, the beginning one is uh, Maxine Minx, uh, who is a uh, she's looking for stardom and to carve her own path and choose her own roads. Uh, she's played by uh, Mia Goth, who also plays the psychotic Pearl. She this is a That's dual right. role. She's playing Pearl and uh, Maxine simultane actually simultaneously. It's like that thing in Bronson where it's just the half face, like Tom Hardy. She turns one way and then she's Maxine, and then she turns the other way and then she's uh, then she's Pearl. Wow, they really use their movie magic on that. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it was it's it's the weirdest setup, you know. Um, well, and I heard it said that it spent she spent like ten hours in a makeup chair mm-hmm. to get that makeup yeah. on, and then went Every out to like to, to like shoot a twelve hour day. So, yeah, I mean, that's insane. she'd get there at three in the morning, and they'd do makeup for eight hours, and then they'd go shoot for twelve hours. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking commitment. Oh my god, dude! But it takes a lot of time to make a chick that hot look that bad. So, <laughs> even before going there, like, what did like four months of meeting with like a dance teacher to like come up with like the movements of pearl and stuff she was really working hard i listened to an interview with her she was like but i net i didn't actually meet pearl until i was in the makeup and then i met her very you know actory well, and, and you gotta love the weirdo artistic people that can just like get it i mean there's a piece of me that like hates it because it's like go get a real job but at the same time it's like I just love this. So just keep doing what you're doing. Just whatever it is you're doing, just go do it. Oh, and she does a great job. I mean, both her character as Maxine and Pearl are fucking amazing in this movie. Yeah. All the act. Well, I don't know about all the acting. Kid Cudi didn't really do it for me, but. Hey, uh, dude, Cudi, uh, Kid Cudi's got a Cudi. And uh, he Cudi's a lot in this movie, actually. Um, we get, oh, we get good girl Lorraine, uh, the sound mic audio engineer who wants to grip something a little girthier than a boom mic. Uh, uh, it was, uh, we get, uh, let's see here. Oh, we got Bobby Lynn, the blonde bombshell with a heart of gold and sass for days. Uh, also, I did like that character. Also, also ass for days. Just saying. Oh, that's, yeah. Just, that's just, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I mean, she's playing a very specific part of this film. Yeah. Um, and God damn it, we get Kid Cuddy as Action, action Man Jackson, uh, a Marine back from Vietnam who's uh, – uh, oh, my God. He's packing so much heat in this movie that um, he makes High Noon look like 1230, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, there is a – uh, His character's name is Jackson Hole. That's his, uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
That's his name. Jackson That's Hall. perfect. Incredible. Oh my god! Because I think you get. I think was we get a um we get a kid Cuddy uh tripod shadow oh, scene shadow doll. Yeah. That's what I'm talking when about. He's... See high noon and then the thirty because it's the longer hand is at the bottom. I got it. I was it. talking. I, was I just... get it. I was talking about his penis. <laughs> it's a it was. Dick it was. Joke. It was a dick you joke. You think that was his real dick? Uh, when he's but like even when even when he's gassed stunt dick. The, gassed stunt the dick. van when he's gassed, and he just he's doing that that lean back. Oh oh. oh. Well, and then did you guys catch the uh, did you guys catch the reference at the gas station? There's a reference there to uh, innkeepers. Oh, it's for the innkeepers. Yeah, it's the yeah, name of the yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the peddler inn. The yes. Peddler inn. Yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. peddler gas mart. Yep. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that so much. Oh, I, I just yeah. And then and you have Wayne who's talking about hey, this kid from the university, he's really going to bring some he's really going to bring some spice for this whole thing, you know. And it's like as they're shopping on this mart and and. She is just bitching up a storm, and she's just like, "I've been patient for my whole life, and I never get what I want," you know. And she talks about having cosmopolitan tastes, just like mm. Linda Carter, you know. Yeah. And he's like, yes. "Baby, you got that X factor, the X factor." Yeah, you know? yeah. Wink. Yeah, and then he smacks her on the ass, and he's like, "Go get me some Wonder Bread, woman, woman." <laughs> oh God! Perfect. He's know? actually also holding. I think the magazine they buy actually has Wonder Woman on the cover of it. Too. High Society. Was yes. High Society. Yep. Oh yep. my God! Yeah. Speaking of Wayne, uh, the producer Maxine's uh, boyfriend and the brains and the balls behind the entire operation. Uh, he's got great vision. He sees his objective and peeks through the possibilities and eyeballs the big prize. Hey. <laughs> Did you recognize him, Ross, the actor? Uh, yes, I did. He was. Um, I've seen him killed before. I've it seen him murdered. Up. Well, kind of. He's the dad in the ring. That's what I'm saying. I've seen him killed before. He's the dad in the ring, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't. I mean, we see his corpse. I... <laughs> kind of. I mean, he's the first, he's the only one we see Samara actually like go after. Go after. That's true. Uh, we're not um, talking about that. That's true. Uh, and finally, we have cameraman and cucked cinematographer himself, RJ. Uh, who wants to neck up in the film business, so he thought he'd put his head in the adult entertainment industry. Hey. Fully cut. Sorry. I got... I apologize with these character intros. I got so Crypt Keeper when I started writing (laughs) these. I'd be disappointed Uh, if you didn't. No, those were all fantastic. Those were all fantastic. Yeah. Um, Oh, it's... It's yeah. I, I I was just having too much fun with this because of how violent this is. Oh, and I can't forget our hosts Pearl and Howard, uh, who are both clearly insane. But the movie does kind of a cool pump fake in the fact that we're given like the breadcrumbs that she may be suffering from dementia, but in fact she's just a fucking lunatic who has been carving up hippies and transients for quite a while. Um, Howard she wanders. Devoted. She wanders sometimes. She want. She wanders mm-hmm. sometimes. Uh, Howard, the devoted husband and heartthrob of the picture is a, is as pleasant as sandpaper toilet paper. When we finally see his face at the end or like see it well enough that we see he's just got like the one tooth. Cause he's pretty hidden most of the movie, like especially all his introduction and everything. We really don't he, see him till it's he looks like fucking grandpa from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. He does. He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much yep, so. Yep, yep. Um, I also uh, I, I looked up his IMDb and he played a uh, orc in yep. Lord oh. of the Rings and I he was so funny I clicked on his photo I was like oh cool he played this and I looked up and I go oh shit that totally is him if you just deblued him uh, and then like gave him less teeth than the orc it's the exact same makeup pretty much interesting, interesting. Pretty much. that's yeah. probably why he got cast then oh dude oh absolutely. 
So Wayne has rented a cottage on, um, is it, oh, see, you know what's really funny is that I have Howard and Harold both written in here wrong. So how, Howard. Oh, that's Hard right. Cause I have to say Howard because she says, oh, fuck it, Howard. Howard. Oh, Howard. <laughs> oh, God, Howard. Yeah. Um, so Wayne rents a cottage. That's what on, you focused on? Really? <laughs> Just for name association. <laughs> so, yeah. That's that's what but that's where it got you. You went, oh, um, now, that now scene is scarred <laughs> into my fucking psyche. Let's until we get to the oh my god, that oh my god. It's like just two wet paper bags just rolling around in sewage. Uh Wayne rents a cottage uh, uh to film porno. Uh Pearl takes a peek and uh starts to slowly unravel. Uh you kind of get I don't know, man. This kind of this this buildup when she's kind of like peeking in and kind of doing the voyeur thing. Um, I don't know if uh, I, I, I don't I I know she's a psychopath, but there was a lot of parts of me in the beginning of this movie before she went full ham that felt really bad for her, as in the fact of like reminiscing like the coulda woulda shouldas and kind of just like seeing these young people and then kind of just like uh, uh, kind of an expose into um, I really regret a lot of things and I should have done more. Uh, if that was a person, that would be that would absolutely, absolutely be fucking Pearl. Um, that is her. I man. Uh, oh, BT Dubs. Before we kind of get around with the atmosphere, there's also a giant pond with a shit ton of gators. Uh, that one giant gator. It's just one. Is it just right? one? Yes. I mean, you only see one. Huge. And he's massive. Yeah, and it almost gobbles up Maxine gator. when she's skinny dipping. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. don't. I didn't care for the gator bit. <laughs> I did not care for it at all. This is again getting into animal stuff for me. I'm like a gator was isn't just gonna that doesn't happen mm-hmm. like that. I like, had a note. No- one of my notes that I sent Ross was, "Is this a evil gator movie? No, it's not. Why the fuck is this gator eating someone? Right, right, <laughs> exactly. I mean, again, maybe everything will be answered in Pearl because I mean, apparently the gator's in that full force. How old is True. this gator, by the way? She well, trained, got tra- maybe it got trained to eat things in Pearl, honestly, because it looks like she stabs like a goose and hangs it over to feed it. And yeah, oh, dude, it's just, it's just yeah. But still, that'd that'd be, be, yeah. I was, I was a little confused by the gator pit. stuff. That's what it is. It's their body pit. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, I mean for, it's... for whatever movie you see and whatever, there's always a body pit. There's always a place where the stuff goes eventually. Is it a hell I guess it, would it be an aquatic hellmouth, or would it be a? It'd be a gore uh, pit. It would be an aquatic gore pit. pit. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, exotic and aquatic. Uh, so Erotic. there's sl- <laughs> erotic. So they're slinging kid Cuddy Chuddy all over this farm. Uh, so we've got <laughs> cottage coitus. We <laughs> get a uh, barn shed shagging twice. Uh, and uh, the domino that springboards the night's events is Lorraine wanting to trade in her spectator's badge for some full car- full contact carnal pleasure uh, to the utter dismay of RJ, who cries in the shower after he's done <laughs> recording her getting boned. Um, I mean, that was hilarious to me. Imagine being like, okay, so one way or another, how, how you feel about that situation of, you know, wanting your significant other to do that but him being opposed to it and then having to like film it yeah i thought that was like a uh, hilarious like my god having that what happen an and then cutting scenario. to him in the uh, shower just, just shower crying about crying. it uh, that was a uh, also, it's, um, it's kind of the ultimate slap in the face it's like okay so you're gonna do this and i have to film yeah great yeah. <laughs> and i gotta do this yeah. fantastic yeah. um he also i mean dude super psycho vibes shower scene stuff obviously he does he, he gets sta- uh, stabbed 
later on but like some of those like the overhead shot particularly is super like just the way that's set up is just reminds me of the uh the hitchcock um uh shower scene uh yeah no definitely there's there's a couple of things um when they're filming the one porno scene and they're doing the lemonade and they're doing the lemonade the bounce back and forth mm-hmm. the lemonade in the porno film and then the lemonade at the counter oh with, she yeah, does, with Pearl. she and does like she does like her super chug um, and that's when I noticed that all the pictures in the house are Maxine. They're yes. All, they're all her. So she, she gets to that. She runs away from the house. Um, and I, I, I do actually have, I had this written down and this is probably terrible of me, but there's a point where Howard comes back into the house after he's been out shopping or whatever the hell it was he was doing. He pulls mm-hmm. back up in the truck and he walks into the kitchen and he sees the picture of lemonade and the two glasses. Mm-hmm. And I have, Two girls, two cups written down. (laughs) (laughs) It's what popped into my head that I wrote down and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a terrible human being. Um, But then it's like then Maxine's like, let's go to work. And that's when they like they hit the farmer's daughter thing really hard. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's like like, my daddy's very protective. And she like she kind of walks out to the edge of the barn with her bucket of milk. But she does that bend where it's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. she She knows knows what what she's she's doing. doing. You can see the sunshine and you can't look away. It's like, I'm going to go blind (laughs) and I'm fine with that. Um, And she's like, yeah, we can't do all these things because daddy gets angry. You know, do you notice how before that? Before went back at the lemonade part. Before she gets the lemonade, she just come out of the water and her eye makeup had washed off. And then she walks in the house and she's wearing it again. It's perfect again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah continuity. Christine. Sometimes it's a, sometimes it's a bitch. But I mean, this is <laughs> for such a well-made movie. I'm surprised that um, kind of got through. Yeah, happened. kind of. <laughs> yeah. But I. But there's a little piece of me that almost thinks that because there's such a there's such an intertwined dynamic between Pearl and Maxine that. Like, I wonder if it almost wasn't on purpose. It's like, because Pearl and Maxine are almost kind of the same person, but just in like two different times. Yes. I wonder 100%. because, because as you go further in the movie, it becomes pretty clear that they're, they're, they're bouncing back and forth, especially like in the barn scene when she's, when she's riding Kid Cuddy and she turns around and it's the old woman again. Mm-hmm. I almost think that they're, they're almost kind of coexisting and like maybe they're almost at the point where they're bouncing back and forth between times. So the makeup thing is a little more forgivable for me because it's like she might not be like it might have been the old woman doing that. And she had time to go and yeah, yeah, things are fine. I'll put my makeup back on and I'll push back up and things will be just fine. You know, everything's I, fine. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I guess, man, I guess after watching your lady get railed out and then doing a really hefty crying in the shower, um, he does a really logical thing and kind of says, fuck this shit. And he takes the keys and he drives the fuck off. Uh, but he stopped right at the house because Pearl is at the front gate and who, oh God, fucking does her like slow and low grind all over RJ. Like, mm-hmm. and I guess he'd have to be kind of moist between the, the this is a Buffalo Bill moment. And like RJ is covered in soap water in his own tears at this point. So he's probably uncomfortably moist already. Um, She'll dry God. him out. Yeah. So, so, so did, did nobody else notice Lorraine's underwear? Oh, Sunday panties. Yeah. Yeah. It says Sunday in the back. I just, I. So I've, I've been around long enough where I've dated a couple of church girls in my life, and that's actually a thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was one of those things where it was like I, – I, like, I was 
almost more horrified by that yes. <laughs> than I was anything else. It's like, like, oh, oh, my God. oh God, God, that's accurate. One of them. Shit. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. This makes so much more sense. Why this is so much more serious. Like she's gonna, she's gonna say yes. She's gonna say yes. Then she's gonna say no. And then I have to go home. And I'm like, fuck that bitch. So yeah, I just, oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. Had to be, had to be done. Tension breaker. Uh, had to be done. Oh, dude. So I did like, not notice that. So thank you. <laughs> so RJ kind of politely denies her uh, and then asks where her husband is. Uh, her response is to fucking shank him directly into the neck. And ladies and gentlemen, this is when shit officially hits the fan. The fucking knife stabbing decapitation is fucking wild. Like it goes from zero violence to so much violence that mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they – they even do like an eaten alive where like they spray like because the like the uh the neck wound sprays onto the headlights so it cascades everything in a red tint mm-hmm. so like you know like when in eaten alive like it gets to a certain movie the whole movie turns red so it looks like it's filmed on mars for like an hour and makes no sense um love you toby uh but uh in this one like it, it astrally makes sense um w- the first time I saw this stab scene, the stab scene in and of itself is fucking wild because like, obviously they have the prosthetic where they've kind of have the retractable knife and they got the blood kind of like shooting out as he's going through, pulls it out. And I thought that was going to be like, Oh, I'm just going to watch this dude just bleed out. And like Pearl's kind of like, I I don't know what I'm doing right now. I'm sorry, young man. Like I thought it was the dementia thing going through. And then I know what she was doing. (sighs) I know what she was doing. She was building back up to getting late again. She was she was building her ferocity to get yeah. to a point where she could bring the noise for Howard again. That's what she oh, was doing. That's what that dude. was. Oh, it was that, I took I, it as she was killing instead of having sex, is how I thought. Oh, I think she was I think she was doing both, but she knew that she was eighty years old and sometimes you gotta blow the dust off the muffin and you gotta get things warmed back up. And she was just just kind of because because if you know like she's on top of him and she's kind of as she's stabbing, she's sort of kind of bouncing and she's just, she just like, I think so. I think she was building back up to the, we'll call it the crescendo just cause you know, people might listen to this. This was four uh, Yeah, exactly. Oh, totally. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. the song, the song that was playing while she did that, Don't Fear the Reaper. I mean, oh yes. Yeah. I mean. Outstanding. Uh, the dance she does also is super similar to the, the dance that the act, uh, was it Mia did in uh, the remake of Suspiria? as well so like after the decapitate also the decapitation in this i can't stress enough that like you think it's the you think it's going to stop at a certain point and then the stabbing continues until his head is literally completely off of his body um the violence in this movie is top notch like i was expecting from Ty, like from Ty, like a, a certain level of violence and then i think i got way more in a, the best way possible where I was like, okay, I'm like used to some like hardcore shit. This should be totally fine. And then the first call is like, oh, this is what we're starting off with. Okay. That, okay. That totally makes sense. Sets the entire fucking tone. Well, and the first stab was so out of the blue, it just like happened. <laughs> and you were just like, yeah. And then it's like, he falls to the ground and that's when she's kind of on top of him. Just kind of like, honestly, I think start to gyrate and start to get that old dusty muffin. She's getting her but, jollies. She's getting yeah. her jollies off that X dude. But then when she starts yeah i mean it, it's funny because it's one of those scenes where it's like she starts stabbing and it's like okay she's stabbing and it goes from wow with the first stab to almost into a series of it, it almost gets a little mundane 
but then she keeps going and you're just like oh my and as you watch the head's coming off and you're like oh oh wow okay this kept going I didn't see that coming. Yeah. It's also just wild because it's literally with an eye shot of the cottage. Like that would, that's what was mm-hmm. consistently getting me in this movie where it's like, these aren't ice. Like, I guess you would consider them somewhat isolated murders as they're happening, but they're all very close to each other. Like if you see the barn in comparison to the farmhouse in comparison to the cottage, like they're all within like a spitting, not spitting, but screaming distance, at least from each other. It's Definitely. it's insane yep. the amount of murder that was able to happen with a nobody noticing for a while. Um, Lorraine wakes up and notices that RJ is now fucking gone. Uh, she goes out to find him with the help of the reluctant Wayne, still totally in naked cowboy NYC attire. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> plum smugglers. He was plum smugglers, plum dude. Smugglers. He's smugglers. yeah. This guy's packing heat. Um, so like at first they think they he's just bailed, but then they kind of like amazingly also too because like from the perspective of where the cottage is from the farmhouse, Wade's like, oh no, dude, like the fucking van's there. He's got to be around. But from where like the slope of the hill is, you can't tell the front end of the car or anything like that. All you're seeing is just the just the van itself. Even when Lorraine walks up towards the path towards the front, the um, which but RJ's body is completely hidden from view before um, Howard comes out and kind of like you know sees her. Uh, in the one shot though, in the one shot where you see her looking though, the van's lights are on. Mm. So so for me. And, and maybe I'm misremembering, but the, the van's lights were on. And I, I had this moment of like, well, okay, if the van's lights are on, it means somebody's been inside and been fiddling with something. Pull yes. the knob. Just pull the knob. You know, yeah. and that's like something to me. It's like the most basic level. I should probably go turn that off so the fucking battery is not dead Doesn't die. when we want to leave. Yeah. This, this is just getting fucked up. Exactly. Because like at this point, I don't have a cell phone because it's the 1970s. So I like if the battery's dead, I got to walk 50 miles to the next thing unless they have yeah. a landline at the farm. Yeah. And, and, and ask, ask the kind man with the weird leather face and the chainsaw for directions. Exactly. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. So uh, Wayne decides to uh, hop, skip and step on a nail inside of the oh. barn. Um, as, as Lorraine is heading up towards the house, oh my god, the shot of the fucking nail in the board as he's slowly walking towards, I was just like, oh god damn it, oh god damn it, oh god damn it, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Like, thank mm-hmm. you for showing this ahead of time, so it's not really a surprise, but like, when it happens, you're just like, and then this, just that, like, uh, uh, that was just, <laughs> and then just like, god damn it, son of a fucking bitch. Well, and if you've never if you've never stepped on a nail, that's about how it happens. You're yes. just doing, and then all of a sudden you look down and go, "Did I just do that?" You're like, shit, oh, great, dude. Yep. Yeah, and then hearing and then hearing shit outside. Oh my god, his fucking eyes and brain tickled by a pitchfork scene was just. Yeah. Oh my fucking god, dude! Like so gross and so good. That was my Friday the Thirteenth vibe. The pitchfork. I just, oh huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah part three just, vibes for just, days. Oh yeah. I think it was also really fucked up. I mean, not fucked up. I mean, if you're going to just like do it, you're going to do it to the full set. When Pearl goes back into the barn and then just fucking goes, like just stabs it one more time in the head. I was like, oh, oh, like I knew by the decapitation she wasn't fucking around. But like by Wayne's kill, I was like, oh, okay. So she's systematically murdering everyone. Okay, great. She was just she was just making sure at that point. She's I mean. If she does nothing else, she double checks. She double taps. <laughs> double taps. All day long. Yeah. All she day double long. taps. And then the yeah. hay on top was yeah, just, just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a nice this should be touch. fine. 
No one's going to see this. <laughs> time, time to clean it up. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, all right. So before Lorraine can actually see the carnage that's in front of the van, Howard sees her and invites her into the house uh, to grab, uh, try to search for Pearl and find a flashlight downstairs. Uh, but uh, whoopsie daisy, he fucking locks her in. And holy shit, there is another dead body down there. The first time I saw this, it sounds weird. For a split second, I thought it was RJ, not so R. So yeah, yeah. Yep. because and then I realized, oh, he still has his head connected to his body, yep. so this can't be RJ. This guy is the guy on the back of the milk carton when Jackson goes to the fridge and drinks that gallon of milk. That's that oh, dude's face. No shit! Yes. Wow, you so- are observant as hell. Okay, I mean, <laughs> okay. I I figured it was some other being that was missing, but I didn't. I did not put that together. God, yeah. you are observant. Damn. It's damn. Honestly, it was the second viewing because I saw it. I was like, oh, weird. And then uh, to be told, BT, I also read that as well. I was like, that guy oh. looks familiar. And then I read <laughs> there it. There it is. So uh, there you go. Come on. Exactly. Man. It's a mixture of observance and then also mostly just looking up stuff. Um. I, dude, also, you can tell how much of a fucking skeeve Pearl is, because uh, this dude's dick's out. Like, this guy's this guy's been molested and murdered down there. And, uh, uh, yeah, I think he got chained up, and then he got, yeah, and then, yeah, probably yeah. at some point killed, yeah. The, ru- the roughest of times. Those two can't do that. Neither, maybe he, I, so, who, I don't think that, what is it, Harvey? Harold, Howard, Harvey, Harold. Howard. Howard. Um, <laughs> I don't think Howard and Pearl could hang a guy up like that. Personally, bring oh, him no, down think, there. No, no they they work in tandem. So, like, I think the main thing that the the pull away, like, Pearl is a killer, but Howard's in the same boat. He's just helping her out at this point. But so if like his heart will give out if they have sex, or if he gets startled by a dying person. It, I, <laughs> and she can barely move around how that i understand it's the two of them together i don't think the two of them together could have done that to that guy is what i'm saying but, he, but he, does, um, he does he does like a comment about the last bohemian that came around here enticing my wife so i think that was the last bohemian that's was just, that's this who, guy well it's i mean if they have if they have the the strength know-how and willpower to also psycho style submerge an entire car into the pond and then like the body disposal also there is like i I don't know i could see that but but with their powers combined i feel like they could probably levitate a a dude and string him up in the basement well the car you could just like put a brick driving a car into yeah yeah, (laughs) a lake is a lot easier (laughs) yeah their overall level of fragility leads leads you to be let your guard down and i think that letting your guard down is what could let them get you you know, because I mean, even, well, even I mean, like one dies from getting scared by somebody and the other one dies. Well, I guess they get their head run over, but they get they shoot a gun and fucking incapacitate. No. Themselves. OK. Li- OK, right. Sam, I get what you're saying. But <laughs> if we rewind it down a little bit, we got to remember what happened. Pearl murdered a bunch of people before breaking her hip. Howard did some really dry sex. Before getting the jump scare. So his heart was already racing after that weird, weird sex that he hasn't had in about 30 years. And then he got startled. I think it was the double whammy. If he didn't have sex and that and the startle happened, probably would have instantaneously died. 
You know what I mean? Like if he didn't do the that sex I had in my life, I'd still be alive. God damn it! You know, I think if I think if they wore themselves down through the night, exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? Because it's like, well, because I also thinking at this point, like I understand the fact of like you know, I think these guys could easily take down one person. You know what I mean? But like in this movie, I think the reason why they got defeated steps of the basement and pull him up by a chain. I mean, there's no point in arguing, but they make them very feeble. So totally. I just don't see well, how I think, they... Uh, I think on purpose, though. I think they make them fragile and feeble on purpose because then they're innocuous. You're not afraid of them, you know? But I think if... if Especially with Pearl looking at her, I mean, if if Pearl can still get that old dusty muffin wet and she can still also still stab you in the neck and stab you until your head falls off... I don't think it... I don't think it was wet. I think it was really dry. I think everything about that was dry. It's like uh, when I when they were when they were boning. It's kind of like when you see historical pieces and there's a sex scene in a historical piece where you're like, oh, this is good, and then you realize that no one showered for six months. So it's like that weird, like just like you picture just super stinky sex. Like this is like super dry. But see, I'm an optimist though. I think about going out to my garage and finding that that plastic box that still has like my now grown son's uh, uh, catcher's mitt in it. Yeah. If you yeah. squeeze that thing long enough, the oil eventually starts <laughs> to come out. Going through. You just, but I think, <laughs> but I, but I think, I think what they have going on is going not know what direction you were going with that. <laughs> <laughs> so I squeeze in that catcher's mitt for years. And eventually she got the oils out. <laughs> you know? yeah, I mean, so that's why I she did all the stabbing. Yeah. Because Howard was going to town on that shit. He was, I mean, he was just, they had that old man ass just, just but I get hands down and you see Maxine's hiding under the bed. I was like, oh, oh man, that oh, was a good yeah, moment. That'd be rough. Probably the most horrifying part of the movie is like looking up at the bed and going, oh my God, there's old people fucking up there. Oh, it God. Is. <laughs> it's just something about just old people banging, dude. I um, didn't like that. I didn't like that they were like, and now it, old people banging, like, and we're going to try and like gross you out by it isn't old people banging gross. I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> like, well, no, they, we're I also like just trying to gross us out by gross old people. Well, like, see, I didn't. To be honest, I didn't get that at all. I thought that was honestly one of the most like tender parts of the movie. I honestly just like they've like like she's had this this like desire, this will, this lust, whatever else, and he's finally like even even though he knows it might kill him, he's like, you know what? It's what she needs, so I'm going to give it to her. You know, and I think it for our almost heroin it was just her moment to sneak out but i thought honestly i thought that is as sort of gross as it was i almost i think it was was, kind of beautiful too it was it was probably the most human connection between the two killers in the in the movie exactly exactly yeah Yeah. that's like it seemed like it was just trying to gross out the audience to me but i don't know i only watched it once didn't didn't gross me out i hope that when i'm 80 i can still I can still butter that dusty muffin. I seriously or just at that. least the hip motion. I mean, yeah. the hip, I was more impressed by the hip motion to be totally honest with you than anything else. I, I figured it was a little, it was a little stale. A little, uh, uh. I, I thought, thought I was going to watch two today. two by fours just bang into each other for ten seconds. I mean, like this was a lot more energetic than I thought, and it's probably just because of the gusto of fighting. Yeah, but it sounds like that. an industrial accident at Home Depot. Yeah, with a two by four stack falls <laughs> over. Yeah, I got you. But, do yeah. we know? How, I don't know if this, how old are they supposed to be. Well, a hundred and twelve was like seventy years before. <laughs> well, if or sixty years, if Howard served in before. both both world yeah. wars, what? and didn't Pearl say that she it's was seventy nine? Yeah. yeah. So he's in his he's in his late eighties. 
He's got to be yeah. in his late eighties. Yeah, I mean it's a rough eighties. Yeah. yeah, I mean Super they just rough they 80s. just yeah they they I mean and I can rough. tell obviously whatever because, age they're at it's rough. Yeah. It's a rough a yeah, rough they, that. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pacemakers and broken hips time for both of them. But Which, I mean, it, oh totally. But I mean, Howard gets some good kills in. I mean, like dude, the Jackson kill, like when he wakes up and goes, uh, he drinks the milk and obviously just just wang swinging in the the silhouette of that was hilarious um but that's a stunt dong we think i'm thinking it's stunt dong yeah you can it's hear kid it cutty, like- man it's kid cutty i don't think i don't think scott's gonna want to actually have his penis on camera if that if wrong. that if that's not a stunt dong i think he certainly wouldn't mind <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah, right? it had an it had an elbow like <laughs> yeah. that's yeah it's more like a baby arm, Cuddy. Yeah, Hold, yeah, it was a dude. It was a baby's <laughs> arm holding an apple. It was like it was, it's fucking wild. Um, no, but he gets it by the fucking shotgun because uh, Howard and him kind of. Man, this is the, actually the most I disliked. How like Howard? I felt feel like got rung or uh, strung along to a bunch of this actively shooting another serviceman in his skivvies in the middle of a swamp area it was just like you know what you're a big piece of shit howard i it's like you know i kind of sided with you for a little bit on a few things no fuck you like this is this is ridiculous um no but he has his motives though i mean he like i said he talks about he talks about because i think and if you if you if you read the context of the movie the bohemians or the hippies or whatever else have probably come to the farm a bunch of times right and they get his wife all fired up and, you know, because of him and his heart, whatever else, he can't give the wife what she needs. So she just gets disappointed every time. And I think this is just the one time where he just was like, screw it, and rolled the dice and gave it to her. But so I can I can honestly see a little bit of the like the buildup of anger. Like, I got to yeah. Just, I got to smoke you guys because you're just a pain in the ass. You, I, know? you know, it's one of those where you wish they, they were born in a different era because if it was like now they could have just this is more of a Florida joke. But uh, they would just move to the villages and they would just have just old age fucking orgies all the time. There's a place in Florida called the Villages. It's a retirement place. And it's also the number one STD spot in the state. There's more cases that come out of that retirement area than most places in the actual state of Florida. FYI. Love you, Villages. Listen all the time. I hope when the time comes, I hope I get placed there. Seriously, I want to I want to. Get an STD, have a sandwich, take a nap, and then do very the same common thing. at retirement homes. Yeah, in the all afternoon. That stuff. Yeah, so I, oh, yeah. I'm okay with that. banging, just yeah. banging all the time. Oh fuck yeah, why not? Uh, exactly. <laughs> oh dude, speaking of banging, oh no, I got an STD. I'm 82. I mean, who gives a shit? Give me the penicillin, or let me roll over. Yeah, my um, dick, my dick is dripping at 82. It's dripping anyway, so who gives a shit? Everything's yeah. dripping at that point. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Speaking of everything yeah. dripping, um, we get Pearl buckass naked slipping in between the sheets with Maxine and having this weird ass grope scene. That whole thing was super fucking weird until Maxine wakes up and screams profusely, uh, which causes fucking Bobby Lynn to wake up. She fucking bolts out and she finds Pearl running. So she chases after her and uh, there's some niceties going on. And then she's like, I could, you know, I'm, I'm trained to be a nurse. Yeah, just We just got to get you back in. You're probably just confused. My grandma was confused too. It's totally fine. And then um, she responds by Sparta pushing her into this goddamn pond and getting eaten by a fucking alligator. This alligator eating scene was wild to me. Like, I didn't necessarily like the idea of the alligator in the movie, but the actual alligator death I thought was done really well. Like it's I fucking even really call recall. 
Oh my god! I was not a fan of this again. I thought this was a cop out. And for me, I I totally dug it because as you're going through a movie and you're killing people and doing whatever else. I mean, so they prefaced the alligator earlier, right? So you knew at some point, point somebody somebody was going to get it. But I mean, for it being a movie on a farm where you've got an old couple who's killing people and there's knives and shotguns and pitchforks and the hammer on the hand through the door. Oh god, that just was terrible. Um, I honestly thought the the alligator was pretty apropos. Like it was like totally outside of what you would normally like. It, if yeah, I go to the was farm, like, I don't think alligators. That's not what I think. You know, I don't think I think maybe a pissed off. Like if they would have had somebody like gored by a cow, like that would have almost made too much sense. But it's like yeah. it's just random time, and it has well, an alligator. I, it's it just, cool in a slasher. You I've get such a yeah. It's cool in a slasher that you get such a brutal animal death. You know what I mean? Like, obviously we got like, and as in like, it's not like the dead cow in the beginning of the fucking movie that they have to like run over basically to like go through, which is fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But like, I know it was weird. Like the practical and special effects in this scene, I thought were done great because the death roll and like, you can hear like her screaming, choking, screaming, choke. And like just that continuous motion with her arms flailing and shit um, for a dude who lives near uh gators in any body of law like water larger than a kiddie pool it was like oh that's fucked i was like i didn't ask again i like the for was, sure, it's totally real world for you right but yeah. for for me like because i'm thinking now of this movie I, i'm into it now and this is a slasher movie right so mm. i have i have I, it, the mental spreadsheet that i have slasher friday the 13th halloween whatever else there's never a moment in friday the 13th where jason stops and turns his head and goes and watches an alligator eat somebody or a mountain lion or whatever else. So, I mean, it was totally. That would like, be amazing. Was, that would be amazing. I think it would be too. Could you imagine like, a fucking Friday the 13th movie where he's like hauling ass and he's like, he's doing that like walk strut yeah, trying to get to someone. And, and, and before he can kill him, him, him a, a, mountain lion a him fucking grizzly like, comes out of nowhere and okay. slashes <laughs> their head completely off. Yeah, but see, you just don't see it though. So that was like the new take on it. It's like, I'm not going to make the quote unquote slashers responsible for everything in this movie because i mean because animals don't behave that way <laughs> but that, that, okay it's a horror movie there's a certain level of suspension of reality that you just it, have to embrace but but then in that case like give me a movie about a lion that's eating people i don't want a lion that eats people to show up in a different type of movie i get that it worked for you and you liked that but i it it, it, I felt the opposite because it was so far out and different and never seen before i, I was like I agree with you in the sense that, especially because of the tone of the movie so far, feels so almost a grounded in reality type of horror type of situation that we throw almost a creature horror thing into it. Pulled me out of it too, and I'm just like that. That an alligator wouldn't do that. (laughs) Growing up in the South, like knowing that type of thing, being like that alligator. Growing up with literally a pond down my street that had multiple alligators in it at the end of my street. Like you throw a pebble uh, into the pond and the alligators like flee away. Like, (laughs) but again, this also, this this alligator has 17 foot alligator (laughs) alligator. That's 80 years old. It's, it's gotta be at least a hundred years old. That has been specifically fed human beings since world war two. I think it has been trained for that. Yes. I agree. So then it just, I don't know that, but we did not know that when we saw it. And I don't feel and like I should now, have to see a sequel like anymore. to yeah. yeah. <laughs> the pre I don't need to see the prequel to get what happened. Or a no. prequel. Yeah. When, I when we get into the scoring, it's actually I, I'm bringing up the the prequel 
in my scoring because I feel like when we revisit this, my opinion on this actually might change. But revisit well, okay. and if yeah. you if you live in Minnesota, um, the a Florida man articles are mm-hmm. like a huge thing here. We we just we love that and we we laugh at you guys. So like this whole thing has a Florida man written all over it. Totally. Uh-huh. So like yeah, I mean, it, for me it was just like oh this, this is was like a Dale Earnhardt shirt away from uh, being the, you know yes. There's there somebody in the county have... I live in that fell into a pond. This was like a month ago. A lady fell into a pond that she was like cleaning weeds in and got attacked by a gator and killed. So what you're saying is it does happen. And that was not it's a trained happened. alligator. That was just a no, wild alligator. <laughs> that was, yeah. But it is very strange. Dude. I don't know. I mean, we'll get to it, but I didn't like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right. Yeah, you brought it up, Grindhouse. Uh, we have the hand destruction by Howard. Uh, as Lorraine, she takes a hatchet and she's kind of like shining her way through this fucking door and she's trying to get to the latch and um, you knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know that her fingers were going to bend the opposite direction simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Like I knew that open. something bad was going to happen, but then I was like, oh, fucking goo, Ooh, goo, like it like when you're when your middle finger nail is touching your forearm on the way back. Like, it's just, it, it, oh my God, I saw that and I instantly just went, <laughs> like, that was fucking, oh. Yeah, that was so, one you could feel, like, viscerally when it happened. You, like, could feel your hand pain or finger pain watching mm-hmm. that. Like, ooh, make sure that doesn't, you don't brush it against anything when you pull it through the door. Yes. <laughs> oh, dude, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, at this point, <laughs> so, at this point, Maxine's the only one left in the wild, and she slips under the main bed, and obviously, we've been talking about it this entire episode. Uh, we, oh, God. Pearl and Howard discuss murder, sexual appeal, uh, sexual appeal for people who look like sun-bleached California raisins, uh, and the, in- oh, my God, and the integrity of heart-stopping <laughs> Sorry. Heart-stopping man-snorkeling to appease his wife's vagina. Uh, That's right, folks. We get the driest sex scene in cinema history. Uh, My television almost caught flame with the amount of anti-lubricant that was coming off of these two. They looked like they were going to grind each other into mummy dust the entire time. I mean, I don't know what kind of like, if you have like one of those 8K TVs, I cannot uh, tell the moistness of the situation down there. I'm just... He saw it in 40. 40. Oh, oh you got, so it was squirting water, or was it? Yes. It was yeah, doing no, the one where it squirts the air. It was just hot air. <laughs> oh, God, 40X. Yeah, oh. four, it was 40X, okay. and it felt like I had a dry humidifier hitting me in the face the entire time. See, that's why you got a whole different experience. See, I didn't get that from it, so I didn't understand that. That yeah, uh, that's that's very important to know. It's super, super fucking <laughs> important. Um, anyways, Maxine escapes this entire mm-hmm. scenario, um, going up to the mystery misery van and uh, into the house, but not before getting the fucking gun in the goddamn glove box. So instead of sticking together, uh, after getting out of the goddamn basement, uh, Lorraine blames. Uh, Maxine uh, for kind of deciding to hop on the cutty carousel uh, and decides to make a break for it uh, directly into Howard's shotgun waiting outside and she gets a massive amount of buckshot to the face 
holy shit it was like a uh like a um home alone scenario where i thought there was just a clothesline as in like she stopped so abruptly that her feet it was like when they slip in part two like her fucking feet were above her head as she landed like she hit oh, okay. it was just that okay. flip down not that part where pesci got his face blown off by a shotgun <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the director's cut. Actually. Yeah, this was this was an Olympic level gymnastic move of out twist, flop over to the side, and by the way, half my face is gone. Yeah, it was <laughs> right. oh spectacular. Did the guy who did uh, day shift direct that part? I, yeah, maybe. I hope yeah. so. It looked very <laughs> similar. Of, of it is. It, it literally assholes to elbows, just fucking yeah. straight down. It was like it was every. Have you ever seen anybody do that? I've seen it happen twice. <laughs> where someone like slips where their feet are where their head was and their yeah head is where their feet were oh, no. i mean yes i have are they okay I saw you were there get... for one of them brian which one i don't know if you saw it uh well one was someone had just smoked uh salvia and oh, God. <laughs> Ran inside a room and shut the door, and so just through the window, I saw their head disappear and their feet <laughs> pop up where they were. And then um, the other one was on a boat in on the Hudson, or you know, off Manhattan, or the east. when we were on the the mm-hmm. Aqu- Aqua Teen Hunger Force cruise, the Adult Swim cruise. Yeah, Spencer fucking ate at slip. I don't remember when that. We were outside. Oh my god, he ate ass so hard. It was so funny. Anyway. Yeah. I've seen it. You guys aren't so lucky, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Neener, neener, ha, ha. <laughs> so, so with uh, this many dead porn stars just laying around the entire property, uh, they decide to stage a break-in. More like uh, porn if, har- hobbyists. They're not. <laughs> yeah, they're not sorry. stars yet, right? No. They will. If this movie comes out. Porn enthusiasts. Enthusiasts. Pornographers. Pornographers. Oh yeah, pornographers. Yeah, pornographers. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Let me. Drag let me start. The house. It's self-defense. Let me. It's let, me let me start the talk. <laughs> so with this part. many dead pornographers <laughs> laying around, they decide to stage a break-in, and that if nobody comes to the house in the next two days, they're just gonna throw them in the pond with the rest of the bodies. Uh, but surprise, uh, Lorraine gets the last laugh and gasp as she gurgles and literally scares Howard to death as he has oh, a heart attack heart. and fucking dies on the spot. Oh, I love that scene so much. There's just a... <laughs> <laughs> just so I weak. hated it. <laughs> I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. I, 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 yeah, I really did not care for it at all. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Yeah, well, at least at this point, Maxine kind of like finds her opportunity, points, points, and clicks. Oh shit! The gun has no fucking bullets. Uh, this was the scene where I was like, "Yeah, oh fuck!" Well, okay. I saw that coming because when uh, he first comes out with the shotgun in the beginning, he's like, "It's not even loaded," right? And that. Wayne or whatever is like says, "Yeah, well, I, I do, oh, the, I same do the same thing." So it's like, yeah, yeah the gun's gonna come out not loaded. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Totally, totally. Um, <laughs> oh my god, uh, this is in all caps. Uh, but that's okay because apparently Howard was using fifty caliber elephant shot because Pearl tries to use this shotgun and gets kicked back like she was behind the engine of a seven forty seven. Like I think she flew two and a half acres 
<laughs> after getting busted like, straight through that the shit. screen door that's it answered oh, that yeah. question of yeah. how that i was like oh that's right the screen door was broken in the beginning because as soon as actually when the first guy got killed i was like okay there's where that body was in the beginning all right so that oh, means yeah. <laughs> that made my mind i was like that's right we saw bodies so some a few people are gonna have to die at the entryway like that's where yeah. my mind was Totally. It's like, and then the, you got the like, but who, who dies outside? Well, they answer that very quickly with a broken hip. Uh, Pearl asks for help, but Maxine just wants to get the fucking keys and get out of there. But before doing so, uh, wants to give Pearl a piece of her mind all over the fucking driveway. Oh, hey, nice. I see yeah, what you did nice. there. That was good, right? There was, was. A spot, there was a spot earlier in the movie when they had that religious program on and they were talking about, um, you know, the, the, the pastor was going on and he talked about his daughter being taken and he yes. shows a picture of Maxine. At and the then end so of the movie, yeah. right at the end, Maxine calls Pearl a murdering, kidnapping sex fiend, which is basically repeating a line from that religious program. And then boom, Pearl goes out the door out. and then, and then and she utters that divine intervention line. And it was like, <sighs> Oh I, for me, that was so good. That was so good. Like, just it yeah. is really and, good that we find out that yeah, Maxine is the daughter of the evangelical preacher that you've been seeing on the television the entire time. Um, wah, wah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, that small line where, where, where as Pearl's dying, she utters to her, she's just like, "You're not special," because like the whole movie, she's been told that she was special and she had that she's X factor. Super whatever scar. Yeah, exactly. And then it's just like, we get yeah. <laughs> Yeah, give me that, Although, give me a piece of your mind, and then we're out of here. I um, I do like the fact that it gets super meta at the end of the movie when the fucking cops find the camera, and they go like, "What? What do you? What do you think we're gonna find on there?" And yeah. he's like, "Some fucked up horror movie." The yeah. end. I was like, yeah. that honestly, it added a half point for me just on the last line. It I did, literally yeah. was just like, "It's Why so a damn fucked up horror picture." Yeah, I took this movie in a lot different than you guys did. <laughs> um, it was a lot of your points were negatives for me. <laughs> well, that—that's the whole point of talking about it, though. Because if if oh, we totally. all if we all agreed, this would be fucking boring as hell. <laughs> uh, I, totally. I agree. It was awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay. Well, and that does happen, and that can be fun. But yeah, for like that again, I was like, oh, geez, we fucking get it. You're like talking about. Making a movie and this is the movie that where you've made uh, whatever it's yeah. all that meta shit and just most of it like didn't care about a lot of it which I guess we're about to get to because we're at the end right we're gonna give yes, our rating this is yeah this is yeah let's let's Cut do off it. some fingers for the grave hey Sam why don't we start with you sure <laughs> so I should have known the trailer made it. In my opinion, the trailer was more fun and than the movie was. Um, but I should have known because I don't particularly like House of the Devil. I haven't seen it since it came out. But at that time, I remember being like, well, this is a boring movie where a bunch of stuff happens at the end. That's a slow burn, which sometimes does work for me. But that didn't. So I should have had some hesitation maybe. But I was like, you know what? It's been a while. Whatever. Here we go. Rewatchable. No fingers. I don't plan on ever seeing this movie again unless I need to watch it for another podcast. Uh, recommendable. I'll give it half a finger there. I can see why people 
would like it just because I didn't doesn't mean I want it. And I, especially if you wanted to see it, see it. Um, it's not like so bad <laughs> that you shouldn't know. I don't sure. think anybody should watch it. T-shirtable. Fuck no. I don't like it enough to put it on a shirt. I don't think any of the design in it was cool enough to be in a shirt. That being said, the framing of a lot of the shots, I mean, it, it was beautifully crafted as a movie. It was really Oh, the well. cinematography is fucking outstanding in this movie. And the really soundtrack like and the everything. It, it's a really well-made movie. Um, oh, and so I'm starting to... I'm getting rid of Chuttle and... Um, quotable as fingers and trying some new ones out so we'll Ooh, try it tonight okay. okay um engaging and that means like did i totally lose interest in and start doing other things was i into it but whatever anyway it actually gets a full finger i was interested in what's gonna happen the whole time i guess i was never just like all right i'm gonna fuck around on my phone and barely watch this i was engaged so whole finger there and stickiness is a new one I'm doing, <laughs> which is like how much I'm going to think about it after I watch it or how much I enjoyed thinking about the themes it may have been talking about. It's more of a mental thing. Um, memorable. Does it stick I, I with don't you? know how to phrase it. Yeah. Does it stick <laughs> with me? Um, and I'll give that half a finger because I don't really think I'm going to think about this movie much ever again, but uh, for doing it for the podcast, I was thinking about, you know, the sort of themes of the movie that we kind of touched on before. And that was kind of interesting to play around with in my head. So it gets half a finger for that, which ultimately gives it two out of five for X. Um, and I'm surprised you had it. I, well, it's interesting that you liked it, Ross, because Brian and I both kind of knew that neither of us liked it very much. And we've been suggesting watching it like since it first came out and you haven't been interested. So we're like, maybe Ross didn't want to because he doesn't like it or knows he won't like it or something like this, which obviously was not the case. Yeah. So I'm curious, Ross, we're going to jump right over to you. Jump and have right you. over me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear um, what your rating is. So this is, uh, this is a 3.5 for me, 3.5. Um, huh. It was Lower originally going to be a three, uh, but that last goddamn line from that sheriff got me. And I swear to God, like I was like, I'm giving it a half a point because I think it's so self-aware that it is just supposed to be not like not a mindless splatter fest. But like it's I don't it's, think it's supposed to be at all a mindless splatter fest. Uh, yeah, I would say it's but like, very mindful. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't, it's it's but they it's this they're it's kind of tweaking a subgenre like the slasher that 70s twisted family everyone gets killed slasher into something a little more intelligent i guess and i really do like ty west films a lot i just think that this one is probably my least favorite of his movies and i think that's what kind of gauges like on the ty west scale it's yeah it's like middle of the road for me i really do enjoy all of his movies but this is probably the one that i enjoy not the least but um, it's got good gore. It's got some great, I mean, some really funny scenes. It's got some real fucked up scenes. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's totally my song, but in an octave too low. Like it's definitely like there's something 
I don't know. There's a there's I thought for sure it. you'd be higher on it after the discussion tonight. I yeah. agree. I thought you were going to go much higher based on it sounded like you enjoyed it. But so that's interesting. Um yeah, cuz okay. there's a lot of aspects about it I enjoyed, but I think in the wheelhouse of Ty West as a director, for me it's like I liked other stuff from him cuz I figure it like cuz his films are very similar in how they're constructed, so I kind of think of them as like a collective when I'm rating them. You know what I mean? Like I compare it to like my viewing of like House, uh, House of the Devil and Innkeepers and stuff like that. And I, because I think he has a direct message with a lot of his movies and they're shot very similarly. For me you personally. Like the, your, your rating for this is the same as New Year's Evil, just so you know. Yeah. I dig <laughs> oh, that. Thanks. I can dig that. I, yeah. I, I'm surprised. I'm list now, so I have it right here. Oh, that's fun. Um, all right. So then I want to actually go right over to Grindhouse and see and, and have you. Oh. Okay, I figured I was last, but no. Um, okay, I'm I'm switching it up. <laughs> okay, so so for me, when it comes to horror movies, the one thing that I try really hard not to do is to swing from a director's jock. I don't I don't like doing that. Like I'm I love zombie movies. Like for like I just I love them. I'm, I'm fucking grinding out zombie for crazy. Let's figure that <laughs> right. out. Do the math, right? <laughs> but I also don't think that every single thing that George Romero ever did is great. Um. So I take a lot of that out of the equation and I just, uh, well, try, I try to be a human. I try to think for myself and not, not follow the sheep. Um, so trying to, trying to follow your mechanism of scoring, um, it, whether it's rewatchable, um, that's like a 0.5 for me. Um, this is the third time I've watched it. The reality of, of this movie is every time I've watched it, I've picked up something new which is what I like about movies. Um, The first time I saw it, I didn't think it was super rewatchable. And then I've watched it two more times and I'm like, every time I see it, I pick up something new. Um, That tells me that it was pretty well directed. It had little, little, little sugar Mm -hmm. bits to follow around. I like, I'm I'm the mad ant following the sugar cubes. I love that about a movie. Um, As far as recommend um, full blown one on that. Um, I, I, I think you can watch this movie. I think you can learn from this movie. And it doesn't really matter if you love horror, if you love blondes with big boobs, which are not my thing, if you love tiny little redheads with small boobs that are awesome. Totally my thing. Um, I just, there's just, there's a lot of things in this that you can pass on to your friends and go, and then you're not going to see this coming, which I, I thought was super, super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the t-shirtable thing. I, I, I've listened enough of your podcast where I've like, I've had these images in my head. I've always had a lot of fun with this. Um, <laughs> if somebody, if somebody would make me a t-shirt of an alligator with blue eyeshadow, I would wear that all day long. So I'm going to give that one a full finger. Cause I love that shit. I just, and just things that things that don't make any sense are cool to you which is sure what a t-shirt is for me that's what a t-shirt is for me like i don't give a shit if anybody else gets it so i'm giving that one a full-blown one um (laughs) engaging yeah i think this movie if i think if you don't watch it and don't pay attention you aren't gonna get it whether you like it or you don't like it you aren't gonna get it and i think Mm -hmm. getting getting a movie and liking a movie are not the same thing Um, i've seen a lot seen a lot of movies that i get but i don't like right right. it's (laughs) because i paid attention so exactly. for me, that's a one. And then the stickiness factor. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this one, 
you know, uh, between the old people fucking, between the young people fucking, between the alligator eating, <laughs> between having your hand smashed with the hammer, between having mm. your head decapitated with the about ninety-seven blows of a knife. Um, have I <clears throat> have I seen stickier movies? Yeah, I have. Um, but this one's this one's pretty sticky, and a lot of the a lot of the gore in this movie is not what you would say is like I saw it coming. And it's like super predictable, um, mm-hmm. which is something that I kind of enjoy. I, the the girl with her fingers bent backwards, eh, pretty sticky for me. Um, yeah. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely goo, definitely goo. Um, so I'm at a point five on that. So um, for this one, I am at four fingers in the grave. Nice, right. yeah. but but, and I've actually already passed this by my wife, and she's fine with it. So I'm I'm approved, and the things are going. Because it has Mia Goth in it, and I think she is one of the sexiest women that has ever lived, I'm also going to throw one testicle in the grave. Oh, oh I think that's it's her first, first testicle. testicle. It is. Yeah. It's her first testicle. This she's is right. becoming she's a right. gore pit oh. of pleasure. Uh, a whole uh, bunch of say, different things now. If there wasn't a testicle in the grave, then we weren't reviewing X. Something about the blue eyeshadow, the freckles, just her framing, her attitude. I, uh, I does, does it. She's on, <laughs> on my she's on my doorbell list. Do you guys have a doorbell list? Anyone know what a doorbell list is? No. Is that like the the thing in Friends or something where you have like five celebrities you can have sex with? I don't know if it's celebrities necessarily, but it's like if the doorbell rings and this person shows up, go mm. for it. And there's no there's no <laughs> no points no points distracted from your marital contract. You're just you're fine. <laughs> that would, so yes. by the off chance this person's car breaks down and they knock on your exactly door. right. Yeah, excuse me, I'm thirsty and horny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hi, my car broke down. <laughs> yeah, I, that's essentially is, is the your... list type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Actually, isn't that, isn't that just the plot to the farmer's daughters that we were that the portal we were making? <laughs> hi, my car, my car broke, broke down. down. Ding dong. <laughs> hi. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Done. I'm not trying to predict. I'm just trying to react when the time comes. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> Let's just act in the moment. Just live in covered. the moment, ladies and gentlemen. Live in the moment. Right, Brand. Yeah. What are your so, fingers? So okay. Yes, I'm gonna finish this all off. Um, I really? liked. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Sorry. <laughs> the thing that I have like some weird feelings about this movie because I like there's a lot that I did enjoy. As Ross said, the gore was really good i mean we've all kind of mentioned it that was real nice but then things like about the alligator and stuff really upset me but and then i was really engaged i i I feel like i was engaged by a lot of things but then ultimately the ultimately the stuff that upset me just really turned me off to the rest of the film because of how much i was enjoying the cinematography i thought it was beautiful i thought it looked cool and everything like that but then like the motivation for them killing these people is very weak for me and that really brought me out of it like i i still couldn't properly explain it to you so maybe i'm just missing something of just besides mm-hmm. i'm old and i don't like you being young so i'm gonna kill you all see i i agree with you brian because like what i said earlier in the episode i think when i see the prequel these two movies because they were subsequently shot back to back I feel like I need to give the prequel and then X one view over again. Like, I think the some of the plot holes of how, why they killed may be answered in the prequel, where it's like, I think when I do the year review on this, 
after watching Pearl, I actually might have a different score. It, it honestly, it may be lower. I don't know. I don't, that I don't know. that may be true, but I, I, I feel a movie should stand on its own, and you should be able to judge was, it regardless of to... sequels or prequels or anything else. Uh, you need to the rating mm. for this movie shouldn't change because of other ones. Uh, that's the exact sure. point I was about to make. Yeah, I shouldn't have to watch the prequel to this to yeah want to like and understand the motivation behind the people that are killing everyone here besides it, it just, it now, just felt it's weak. interesting you said the motivation thing because like what about well, all the other slasher movies <laughs> like is well, well, motivation, motivation so much a concern in those well you no know, because it those aren't don't feel as grounded in reality as what mm. were presented here i think mm. um but i i i, I don't know in, in this elevated horror aspect right. where everything's supposed to be a little bit more i don't know meaningful I, I meaningful or real or something like that you, yeah i mean what's the motivation like i mean the character motivation like it's all just makes more i don't know sense when it is i guess more campy slasher i guess th- th- that's where i just had the harder disconnect i i mean i i wanted more from it from because the movie got you thinking now you're thinking about all these questions <laughs> you want to normally ask <laughs> right and and so so that's why i mean i wasn't as big a fan i i, I was gonna rate it and i still am gonna rate it the exact same thing as sam i'm gonna give it two fingers out of the grave oh, wow. i don't really think see myself revisiting it i don't i mean <sighs> the, the, i think and i i think the thing that obviously sets me so much is that i really liked so much of it that there are the other parts that I really hated made me upset. <laughs> so I think that's why I'm giving sure. it a lower score. Well, and who knows? Maybe in a few weeks you'll change your mind. You're not going to have exactly. as much distance on this one as the other ones. But that gives a collective score of 2.5, which is just average. Yeah. Just right yeah. down the middle. That's um, not too bad. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I would say for the viewers, at least give watch it once. I think just be on the gore alone. If you're a gore hound, you're going to love this. Like, if you're just well, in it for and gore. And this is one of those things that's like, I totally understand why people like it and it's a well-made movie. It's just not mm-hmm. for me. And it's 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 not even so much that I disliked it. There are aspects that I disliked, which is why I guess it got below sort of the median 2.5. Um, for the most part, personally, I just found it kind of very average like very not yeah just uh almost aggressively like aggressively average yeah <laughs> aggressive <laughs> mediocrity yeah for me did you just wait a second did you just dub this the olive garden of <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> slashers aggressive mediocrity yep <laughs> Bob, Bob Evans Pearl. Of- oh, now at Olive Garden. Unlimited breadsticks. Unlimited <laughs> breadsticks. Well, and if you get those those two old people at the end, that was definitely unlimited breadsticks. So, that was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lay so on. there you have it. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> that's X for you tonight. And um we're gonna go ahead and come back with one more segment right after we take a quick break, and that will be Would You Rather? And we're back. Thank you so much to our lovely sponsors for those awesome words of encouragement. So as we said before the break, it's time for Would You Rather. And we all got, I think we all got a question for you tonight. And I'm just going to pull off this 
one that was posted as of recording two hours ago on Reddit. There's only 28 votes. Perfect. And it okay. is perfect. Would you rather be named Dale or suffer in the pits of hell for eternity? <laughs> I think I'm going to go pits of hell for eternity. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be named Dale? <laughs> Dale or noise. pits of hell for eternity? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a silly question. Of course I'd be named Dale. No, we're going to hell. I'm never going to be <laughs> named me. Dale. We're, this is a very anti-Dale podcast, I think. I think. It's not called Chadale the Pod. Chadale the Pod. Oh, henceforth known. Henceforth known. Chadale the Pod. Oh, God. Chadale the Pod. Chadale the Pod. I'm going to get all the Dales. You know, fuck it, I'll, go, I'll go Dale. Why not? I'll live my life uh, in destruction. You're going to live your life as Mayhem. a Dale? Uh, and shout out shout out to my now deceased uncle dale i'm gonna go dale yeah, yeah. Oh, well uh, all right well now i just feel like an asshole <laughs> i'm gonna go back to i'm gonna go dale as well just because yeah well hell for eternity that, well unless i don't know am i king Does are you king say, of hell am i suffering yeah is it just just by name right so we've been waiting for you okay the king has returned <laughs> um yeah the you're the king, king of hell has returned. All right, then I'll do. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just. I'm gonna be Dale as well. So you're the bad person now, Sam. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm king of hell. Pick... So I'll see you in hell. <laughs> I lied. Uh, fifteen people. We we. I guess for the fifteenth vote, Joe went to, went with Dale, and fourteen people are going to hell. So there you oh. go. That's our, our. I think our smallest. Maybe poll they yet. Knew, Maybe they also knew they could be royalty. It's true. Uh, maybe that's true. All right, Sam, what do you got for us tonight? Okay, so we watched X. X has the prequel Pearl coming out. There's going to be a third movie coming out um, set in the X universe. He's making a X universe trilogy, but we don't know what this other one's going to be. Um, based on the characters we saw in X, who would you like to see a movie about? And what would you want the movie to to be (laughs) so i yeah um i guess i'll start yes i would i would want um the it wouldn't be a horror movie (laughs) but (laughs) it would be uh the wayne um who's like the producer i want to see him like come into the big city Uh, say he's a small town boy outside of Houston coming into Houston but he's sort of in the CD underground sort of works we see how he's able to work himself into a position where he would be a strip club owner slash home video porn producer alright sort of a crime drug (sighs) coming of age movie (laughs) oh good oh man I would do it's tough. Like, would you want the Kid Cudi Vietnam War movie or would you want mm, the Max, which would be pretty good, uh, or the Maxine escaping a psychotic cult film? Because, like, her father's oh, a crazy wow. evangelical preacher. What if it was, like, a Jim Jones cult and she'd already killed people before she actually got to be a porn star? So, like, her escape and stuff. So, like, the share, because if her and Pearl are, like, on the same level, or the same person, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it would be kind of a cool backstory before she even got so on the a porno Maxine set. Maxine prequel. You get a Pearl prequel, prequel and then a Maxine, a Maxine prequel. prequel. And it's like she murked, like, half of her fucking cult before, like, hitting the road. Or something crazy like that. Uh, 
Okay, I'll just like see like a twelve-hour war documentary about Howard going through both world wars. Whoa! <laughs> you wait, History Channel, fucking awesome. Like Band of Brothers. Band, okay, so Band of like Howard. a serialized yeah. series type of thing, not a documentary though. Like a not a documentary, historical but historical yeah, yeah. fiction or not yeah. historical fiction. Yeah, a period. That's what piece. I meant. A war movie. Yeah, yeah like a war movie. I'll uh, let. Like Band of Brothers. That's specifically yes. <laughs> what I had. <laughs> Starring Tom Hanks. Boy, I think I kind of want to see Maxine get a combination of the belt, the Bible. I want to watch that. That the yeah, it seems yeah, like just a, just <laughs> yeah, just I, mean, <laughs> I I I'm prejudiced. I understand that. I I, I want to like you're doing I, it for the goo. You're doing it for the uh-huh. the gusto. Different the goo. It's, a, it's a different it's a different kind of goo, but I am definitely doing it for the goo. Yes, yep. yes, all goo all day long. Goo all day. Eyebrows, glasses, stockings, whatever, just goo everywhere. Goo. Yep. <laughs> Wonderful. Tight. All right, uh, Ross. Question for Ross tonight. Okay, so guys, <laughs> you have now miraculously become porn stars. What is your stage name? Here, I'll go. For, I have my written out ahead of time, so I'll go first to set the mood. Yeah, please set the mood. Uh, Bigfoot Whackhammer. Oh. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this is tough. Uh, I mean, I think uh, Mr. Dong. <laughs> Mr. Dong. That's. I was just formal, gonna go like formal. I was just gonna yes. go like Rod. Like a one name thing, a one, yeah, but just yes. like fully, That's like you know of, what you're going with, yeah, I, I, yeah. Totally. <laughs> full rod. But I feel like um, I'm. I don't know why it's popping in my head, probably because I see it in like purple highlights. I see Larry Flatbush. I don't know why. <laughs> I like Larry Flatbush. <laughs> like, it, it, sure you like don't. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know why. <laughs> yeah, we, we, I like the idea of Larry Flatbush existing in the seventies. Like it was like a yeah, like you were definitely known for something when everything was a full bush. <laughs> Larry <laughs> Flatbush. <laughs> Your pubes were just a flat top. <laughs> no, I just walked. I just walked into the room fully hard, and I brought an iron with me. Just, just flat, flatbush, flatbush. Oh, <laughs> uh, so okay. I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick uh, with our movie tonight, and what I'm gonna, what I'm gonna ask is gonna be semi-controversial. Um, and honestly, I think I already know where Ross is gonna go, but I'm Ruh-roh. curious as to what the rest of us would say. So, <clears throat> would you rather Maxine, Bobby Lynn, Lorraine, or Pearl? Oh, as in like Mary fuck kill or we, what Mary fuck, under, we just coitus? Well, just yeah, hangouts. Under, understanding that Max, Maxine and Pearl are the same person. Oh. oh, and you never know who you might get. You might get the old dusty muffin, or you might get the buttered oh. muffin. Oh man, I just for the what, what were the options? <laughs> <laughs> all the women Maxine, in the movie, I think. Lorraine, Bobby Lynn, or Pearl. But again, understanding that Maxine and Pearl are the same person, and depending on the day of the week, you might get the old dusty muffin, or you might get the butter. Oh, muffin. I'll just skip. I would just skip her anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, what, dude? I'm doing. Per- I'm doing Pearl all day. Experience 
experience, what if you get experience. That's what I'm saying. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. I I'm shooting for if I'm shooting for Pearl and I get Maxine, I'm not going to be overly upset. You know what I mean? But it's like you know, you're shooting Pearl either way. But uh, yeah, hey, there it is. There it is. Plowing company is that what it said on the side of the van? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Plowing company. You get it? Come on, Sam. What do you got for us? I don't know. I've been trying to think of something funny to say, and I can't think of anything. <laughs> Can't think of anything. Can't think of any jokes. So I'm going uh, uh, Jenna Ortega. Yeah. Oh, Church Mouse. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Likes the quiet ones. The quiet ones usually do the most stuff. So remember that. They, <laughs> those are the ones that are. Yeah. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll 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 pick the same as well. I mean, I was gonna say something funny. I was like, I was in the same boat same as you, Sam. Thing. You're like, I'm I here trying not to think answer of like, this question and just have a joke. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, I want, I actually did want to say Jackson because, I mean, based on that silhouette, I wanted to <laughs> be in the presence of something that grand. <laughs> you just wanted to measure up and see how you compared. Yeah, you're like, yeah, you're not that big, pal. <laughs> a literal dick measuring contest. <laughs> well, and one guy's gonna bring a rule, and the other guy's gonna bring. Something smaller. The pain. Than a ruler. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> a penny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, penny for your thoughts, literally. Yep. Oh, should I answer my own question? Oh, did, oh, no, did you? Did no, I, you didn't. Um, I did. Sorry. Oh, shit. Okay. I kind of already. Well, um, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, like we already know your answer. answer. <laughs> Good. Go yeah, on. you're gonna be. Team Pearl. Team Pearl. Team Pearl. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Team Pearl. I. I you know what? Honestly, Ross and I can play cards on her back. It's not going to happen. Pearl Jam. I I have a cribbage board. Pearl Jam. Yeah. Pearl Jam. I'll bring a cribbage board. We can have a Pearl Jam. Yeah. (laughs) All right. That's the place. That's it. Right there. That's where we're ending tonight's episode. Uh, First off, we would definitely want to thank our guest for tonight, Grindhouse Zombie. You can go and follow him where you can find him. We'll post the links for what we we, we He's on the nightclub. He's yes, officially now. Yes, that happened. Sworn in, like you had to like drink blood or something. There was a whole sacrifice. It sounded like there was a blood oath. There was okay. okay. A a pearl jam and a limp biscuit. There was a blood oath. Yeah. <laughs> so go, definitely go ahead and check out all uh, all that. L- like we said, um, links to all that uh, down in our show notes below. Don't forget you can follow Sam at Treadle the Sam. You can follow Ross Hi. at Treadle the Ross. What? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Let me right. know which which one Treadle the Sam is. That's me. <laughs> in case you were, in case you forgot two hours into the podcast which one sam was there he is over there follow him maybe Go this ahead. is their first time now which one sam he's the one who didn't like it right that's right yeah, that's right one no, of the right. two uh don't forget Chuddle the ross like at, fun. and Chuddle the brian with a Why? on instagram and slasher and don't forget to it. follow because <laughs> fuck it i always forget that that <laughs> I'm just fucking nailing this outro tonight. (laughs) Out of the park. But more importantly than that, go ahead and follow all of us at Chuddle the Pod for anything we let you know on Instagram and Slasher for for all of our good stuff over there. Don't forget to fucking rate us, review us on Apple and Spotify. That definitely helps. If you need help to get your friends any of our links 
go ahead and send them to Chuddle the Pod. Oh, fuck me, Howard. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> just ChuddleThePod.com. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Why? Just shut- because Why? that's all websites typically are. They're mostly, yeah. <laughs> it's just ChuddleThePod.com. <laughs> because that's what websites <laughs> just are. <laughs> Out of my ass and into the crapper, right? Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, we're getting, its getting weird. We're getting out of here because you know why? We just sit around, and until next time, we'll be waiting. Yeah, no, after number two, I'm, uh, it was either put uh, tinfoil on my balls and put them in the microwave, or uh, I'm probably going to go with the BOGO vasectomy pretty soon. I think that's going to be just a cherry jubilee. Oh, they do BOGO? Th- th- there's BOGO? They, Can I, I will, get in on I that? Will, I will. I'll follow you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Know. I was going to say it's a group on one. Uh, a group on. I, would, I like that. Yeah, it's a group on at a vasectomy clinic. Br- bring uh, your friends. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah, I'm right there. Yeah. yeah. I actually need to do that soon. <laughs> Snip right. and a shake. If you can all, if, if the more that they can line up on the table for the doctor to just whiz by with a <laughs> knife, the, the, the cheaper it is. <laughs>